Uh, that's always a good thing. Until there's a delay. footballers we're starting to get the stream going uh we're still waiting for the chicago fire stream to start up i got fire i got men in red here i always call you fire men in red uh started off with us what's going on man oh not much man i'm just hanging out hanging out hopefully not in the what rain and the thunder no it's uh down here in southern indiana it's really nice out so yeah it wasn't too shabby today yeah it was 40 or, or you know top 40s today not bad at all. Good dog, dog weather. <laughs> I wish I had a dog. Oh, dude. Puppies are awesome. <laughs> Love my dog. Um, let's see. We'll take a look at the stream. It's not ready yet, but I have some content. Hello, everybody. What's going on in the stream? Welcome to the stream. Uh, everybody watching now or after the fact, smash that like button if you're watching on YouTube. I always appreciate that. Subscribe for more Spitting Fire YT. Uh, we got men in red here. Uh, um, so, uh, so, so always subscribe to him on Twitter. Always great fo follow. And I was going to start off the show with an interesting, um, interesting audio we got from Sam Stexel, uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago native, uh, MLS, big time MLS writer over on the athletic. And he had some interesting words and take on what to expect from the fire this season and how the rebrand and the launch has all gone off. Let's see if I can find that audio. And here we are. No. I haven't heard this, so I'm excited. Oh, nice. Okay, well, got this. Let's... At least an weeks until this. And we'll we'll pause it at times and, and we'll pick it up. You can for 2021 and beyond. And I think that's how the lens they need to look through for this coaching hire. Speaking of, can you hear it? Whether or not to to mm -hmm. look at things through the lens of 2020. Or 2021 let's pivot to another team who should have been focused on 2020 and yes. operated under a timeline that almost seemed like they were focused more in 2021 right. and, and before we dive in here this is the construct for what we're about to talk about we were this is our total soccer show by the way this is on the total soccer show podcast they just got absorbed i think by mls or the athletic i think the athletic pretty awesome i, I was I've been a long time listener. They're fantastic, um, fantastic analyzers of the game. 
and they can break down the game, really help you guys understand the game. If you never, if you don't subscribe to them, I would highly recommend it for a soccer podcast. If you're looking for a total soccer show, they usually have like almost like daily shows too. But anyway, we'll get back to this. This is the construct for what we're about to talk about. We were going back and forth. Also, welcome to the live chat, guys. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll rewind this. Hey, guys, looking forward to seeing Katai and Chicharito. That's from John Smith. Uh, David Alba saying, show the game for a Galaxy fan. Uh, we can't show the game, but um, we'll be talking about it. That's for sure. All right, so let's get this going here. Sorry for the delays. And what are our kind of three most intriguing rosters, three most interesting teams um, of the offseason heading into the 2020 season? And... There might be some surprises in this list, but um, the one that we're going to talk about first here, Paul was getting at, um, and, and I'll let you take it from there. Yes, what the Chicago Fire. And people might be saying, what? Why is the Chicago Fire one of your three most interesting rosters? And the answer is because it's so incomplete. And with just a couple of weeks until the start of the season, to see a roster that's so barren, that has so many holes to fill, is so unique and so different than anything we normally come across in Major League Soccer, and especially for a non-expansion team. And in some ways, the roster was left for George Heights, the new general manager, almost bare enough to be like an expansion team, if only without the two and a half million dollars of general allocation money to build right. a blank slate. And, instead, and, and and only without a year or nine months, in the case of Cincinnati, or two years of runway, you have two months. Right. He had very little time after being hired. Now, part of that... we got that. I thought that was a great point. That they, Chicago Fire coming in basically like an expansion team. What do you think about, about that? that? Yeah. yeah what, do you have a date on when this was filmed? Uh, the 20th, February 20th, uh, two days ago. Today oh, is the so just a couple of days ago. Yes, this is fresh. This is all the Aliceta news, Jimenez included. Like, they know all this. They know everything we know. And this is Sam Sexel talking two days ago for, for reference. So he's, It's really interesting because I would argue that I personally don't believe that the roster is nearly as incomplete as they're making it out to be. Mm. That's an interesting um, point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that can be argued. Yeah, there's definitely some proven players in some in some regards, but are also not necessarily proven. It's like because they didn't really maybe play their best under Ponovich. One hundred percent for sure. In terms of players that we actually have, um, sorry, someone is your stream working? My stream is not up yet. Is your stream up? Yeah, my stream's up. Oh, your stream's up. Oh, yeah, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the game stream's not up. Uh, I, I'm, I'm watching us on YouTube. That's, that's Got it. Okay. Uh, what I was saying was there's a lot of new signings, obviously, kind of like an expansion team vibe. And there's a very good chance that a majority of these signings are, like, to be quite frank, misses. Like, guy like Alvaro Madron, a guy like Lukas Stojankovic, or however you pronounce his name, the new... Stojankovic, yeah. Cam- Story, story, Maybe it's yeah. like Peha um, Stoyakovich. That's what I'm basing it yeah. off. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, these are like, even if we have a complete roster, half of the roster is new to the league this year. And that's very dangerous because, as we know, MLS is such a hard league to adapt into. Um, so I'm kind of scared, even if we have a full roster, even if we sign a guy like Gaston, which we will. Um, and then trade for a couple MLS ready veteran type guys. I'm still a little bit concerned to see how they mesh in terms of getting to know the league really well. Uh, some good points. We'll get back into the uh, to the talk here. Who I'm not going to take shots at here because Vanzuelo has done a lot of positive things 
since buying the fire, right? He got the fire out of Bridgeview, paid a lot of money to do so. And that was an incredibly important move for the fire. He, they announced today, got the fire back on TV, on linear TV, WGN. Huge. Another move that's huge for the popularity of the fire within the market. Chicago's very young. It's, it's important. So those are two huge moves. He decided to World's greatest newspaper. fire the coach and fire the general manager. Both, well, sorry, move the general manager to the business side of the organization. Both moves that probably needed to happen after the way the last four years went. So these are all positives. These are all... You know, but there's clear understanding. Problems but the big problems were he waited a month after the season to fire Belko Panovich. Why? I don't think there can be a clear explanation. It was unfair, it frankly, that, that to the staff. Never makes any sense. I think it was unfair no, to Belko Panovich and his staff, and it, it really put the fire behind in the offseason. And as a result, everything was delayed. And, and so by the time they made the decision to hire George Heights and who would then go hire Rafa Wicke, they had to essentially complete half of the offseason with somebody making decisions who wasn't going to be in charge and wasn't going to be building the roster. And as a result, not only are you out three designated players, right, Bastian Schweinsteiger, Nemanja Nikolic, and, and Alexander Katai, who they lost for free, and they could have probably resigned at a lower number. Now he's with the LA Galaxy. But you also trade Dax McCarty, your captain, at a, at a position of need. You trade a homegrown player. Off-budget, left-footed American center back. Not too many of those floating around. And the roster becomes stripped down, stripped down, stripped down. And so now when when George Heights takes over, he's got to sign a starting center back, a starting right He's got to sign a full team. Uh, it's a a starting six, a starting 10, a starting left winger, a starting striker. That's just the starting lineup he has to fill. That's just the starting yeah. lineup. It's crazy. Forget, forget deaths, right? Like, there's all of that as well. And and the big thing for me here that I will always come back to, probably for years and years and years, and, you know, I'll say it right here. I grew up around Chicago. I lived there. Uh, I went to school there. I lived there for a bit as an adult. I covered the fire once upon a time, way back in the day. Um, so this stuff is kind of close to my heart, I would say. I think I'll be up front and just say that. They had a massive opportunity, a pretty much opportunity that's not going to come around. Yeah, I'm going to pause it right there before he breaks into this because he's going to destroy them. Uh, they, yeah, they, he said they set this up nicely. They, they, this is what they were walking into the situation where they were set up to fail, basically, not to succeed by some in you know some slow handed moves that needed to come early on. They needed to get rid of Nelson Arguez the day the season ended, mid season. They needed to get him out of GM and get somebody like Wiki or not Wiki, but George Heights. They needed to get move on from Ponovich mid season. And maybe they could have rectified the season with what they had because it was going nowhere and it was going nowhere so fast. And, and they, they took too long and that, Taking too long might sabotage this entire season, is what Sam Stexel's opinion is. And it, might, and it also, because of that, might sabotage the long-term health and viability of this club and its entry into the Chicago uh, sports scene. Because it's not entering with a bang. It's entering in with a whimper. Mm-hmm. For sure. 100%. And I, I think if you look at the timeline, like Sam said, um, they fired Velko a month after the season ended. I think... If you make the decision to fire Velko, which still to this day, that's still, like Sam also said, just logistically makes no sense and is 
kind of disrespectful to you know Moko and his staff. But regardless, if you push that timeline a month um, back, so if you fire Velko Panovich right after uh, the season ends and you get that Heights hiring a few weeks or a month after, now all of a sudden all of these players that we're signing now including you know gaston who hasn't even been announced yet right probably will have had two or three weeks to acclimate themselves into training camp before opening day and right now you look at the guys like sakulich and you look at aliceta and you look at luca they're not even in camp yet and opening day is you know a week or two away away. it's a week away. away and these are three players that boris will be your starting right back Aliceta, they want to be the starting left back, and Luca is going to compete for a lot of time in the midfield. So these are these aren't just depth guys; these are integral starters. To, to the integral starters. to the tactics and to the system, and to yeah. everybody's familiarity with those tactics exactly. and system, and they're just getting entered into the lineup. Not yet, even yet, and we got the game starting next week. So it's a great point. By the way, we got yeah, 22 yeah. viewers at least watching live. Smash that! Do us a favor, smash that like button. Follow Men in Red 97 on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. always a great follow if you can and Thank subscribe you. for more spinning fire to saying smash that like button. It'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, especially with all, all of you guys going games, not even started yet. We'll keep going. And we're going to keep going from now till the game starts. We'll let you guys know when the game starts. I'm watching. So I got the game it. has apparently already started, but there appears to be a stream issue. At least that's according to hot time on Twitter. Okay. That must be true. Cause I'm, I mean, I have the stream ready to go in and everything. I'm yeah, gonna... Mine's mine's just hanging out here to wait and sad puppy. Uh, let's see. Let's go take a look at hot time and we'll read some tweets and then we'll get back into this audio, which, which is so juicy. He's about to rip on the player. I can tell. Oh yeah. That he said, he set that up. Um, let's see. The match has started, but the stream is not pregame a little break. So we're just going to get straight kickoff. kickoff only, only the lesser and will be performed. Uh, starting 11, Kron Holman, goal, Bronico, right back, Kapalhoff, center back, Calva, center back. Captain, Captain as, as well. Bornstein left back. back. Pineda, Pineda in center defensive mid. Frankowski. Frankowski on the right on the right wing. Um, Mihailovic in center mid. Herbers in center mid, maybe? Or on the left. Yeah, it's probably yeah. the left. Madran in some sort of center mid position and Barrick up top. Yep. That's an exciting time for fire fans. You get to see your new big striker DP signing for the first time. Hopefully live if the stream decides it wants to work. Oh. I think there's a lot to be excited about there. Mike Damasco saying, uh, I was surprised that how negative Sam and Paul were on the fire. I didn't get, uh, I get that. I get it that we didn't sign Chicharito, but still. Uh, Vasalti asking, what's the score? Don't know. Uh, game has started. We don't know. Tiny, tiny bit, bit of, of echo, James. Oh, thank you. Uh, might be a tiny bit of echo. I don't know what to do about it, though. But anyway, let's break back in the audio. Thank you for that. Thank you for the hit, Jack. Yeah, and we'll pay attention again to capture the city of Chicago. Went by moving back is so close to my heart, I would say. I think I'll be up front and just say that. They had a massive opportunity. A pretty much opportunity that's not going to come around very often, maybe if ever again, to capture the city of Chicago. Went by moving back to Soldier Field this spring. Bridgeview, for those of you who don't know, I'm guessing most of you who do, who, who are listening to this podcast do, Bridgeview, where SeatGeek Stadium was or is, is impossible to get seen from the city. Um, just really, really difficult if you don't have a car. Um, if you do have a car, traffic on Saturdays is a nightmare. Um, oh, game's so up. That game's up. Nine minutes in. Down attendance numbers. Mm-hmm. They answer this offseason. They're going to do a rebrand. They have a new owner who's who's 
more committed, I think it's fair to say, um, than, than the previous owner, um, Andrew Houtman, Very to, true. to be a success. And they need to hit the ground running in Soldier Field. They, they have the second shot at a first impression in the city of Chicago to reintroduce themselves to this massive soccer-loving city. And instead of going out and making some big splashes, they're doing things like signing Robert Barrick as a designated player. And that's no offense to him or no statement um, on his ability or his talent on the field. But no one knows who that person is. No one. And the other DPs that they've been linked to, similar sort of profile. And in in an offseason, when we have seen teams sign Chicharito and Rodolfo Pizarro and Alan Polito, among others from Liga MX, um, for those who don't know, Chicago has a very large Mexican-American population. Um, and for those who don't know, um, those a lot of those people came out for Guatemoc Blanco uh, back in the day when he was tearing things up in MLS with the fire. So to have that happening in this offseason when you're rebranding, and that is that is falling on its face, right? It's yeah. really poorly received all across your fan base and all across the league. Um, to have all of this happening in this in this offseason where Liga MX guys are coming in and you have this opportunity that you're not going to have unless you build a soccer-specific stadium in the city to introduce yourself back to the market and say, hey, we're the Chicago Fire. Come check us out. You just have nothing. There's no excitement. And this team is not good. And it's going to be a struggle. And that's not the fault of Rafa Wicke or George Heights. These guys were dealt an impossible hand. But... It's there are a lot of factors, but to me the biggest, most glaring, most easily corrected one is the delay in getting rid of Velko Panovic, the delay in moving Nelson Rodriguez away from the soccer side, and just making this an impossible task um, for the new guys to come in and correct it. Exactly. That, I mean, that was so huge. And thanks, Jack, for helping me get that audio. I, I did figure it out. Uh, everybody always smash that like button. But what? Holy cow! Um, what do you think about that? What he just said there. He ripped us a new one, that's for sure. And it's it's really interesting to see what Heights is doing with his roster. Like, he's obviously very adamant on getting the players that he wants as opposed to players that would be very good for the business side of things. Like, we were linked to Rodolfo Pizarro. We were in on Rodolfo Pizarro. And ultimately, the decision came down to Heights. And he felt, and him and Wiki, I'm assuming, collectively decided that Pizarro was a guy that wasn't going to fit their vision, even though for sure that Rodolfo Pizarro would be one of the best, if not the best, 10 in the league. He, he would have got a huge reception at the airport when he arrived. Oh, 100%. Like like Sam said, like when Blanco was on the team, you know, Chicago Mexican population was all over it. Absolutely all over it. And Pizarro, it, I excuse me if this is wrong, I, I can't confirm this, but Pizarro's not as high profile as Blanco was. Um, Anybody can correct us if we're wrong in the comments. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the popularity of actually like really good Mexican players, but um, Pizarro is definitely one of those guys that would have brought like fans to the games. Oh, and Frankowski. Would, uh, just so oh, you're, what, the game seems a little slow, like the field's wet. I would imagine it was yeah. maybe it was raining, Ooh. but uh, it looks uh, slow going there, a little clunky play. Everybody taking their time. The game is on for my stream. I'm able to watch. It's the 13th minute, 0-0. Fire and the Galaxy have basically been split in possession back and forth. The When the Galaxy are sitting back deep in their half, the Fire are letting them have it, not really pressuring the last defender with the ball. That might change as it goes up. I haven't seen too much yet. I haven't seen, haven't seen enough to comment on that part. Fire of the ball right now. 
Um, moving it around, Frankowski has some pace, which is nice. Um, I'm jealous. I'm jealous, James. You're ahead of me once again by like five seconds. Five, yeah, I'm at 1332 right now. 1326. Someone yeah. in your chat asked, why can't we see the game? We can't show you the game. We can't show you the game. Unfortunately. Yeah, but we could talk um, about it and mention things. We could talk and, about it. And uh, we, we were planning on doing that because it's a long game. It's 90 minutes. And we're breaking down this audio here by Sam Stexel yeah. and Paul Tenorio uh, on, their po- on the podcast of the uh, – Total Soccer Show, awesome show. Only about three minutes left in this audio, I believe, and I will continue on with it here. Uh, but yeah, so he just ripped the fire, basically just ripped the fire a new one. Just like that's it's. They really missed an opportunity here, and and you know maybe they didn't get you know uh, Pizarro, they didn't get Chicharito, but why didn't they? Like, it, it, why didn't they make that part of their plans? You, it, uh, where's Guardado? Does he help to change stuff like this? Fire uh, an opportunity. Oh, the fire seemed to be pushing the field up right now, at least in the last minute or two, pushing pushing the possession up the field. They don't look bad right now. I'll say that Madron has looked. Oh, not a bad play. Okay, I don't mind. That's a nice. That's a nice look actually by Madron right there, right up the middle. Barrick, tall, He's, much taller than Nikolic. Yeah, yeah. It's weird to see a guy like him on the. Uh, on the field for us, especially at the number nine. Fits the profile better, I think. But uh, oh, even yeah, though Nikolic sure. is just an incredible goal scorer, five-time golden boot winner. No Nico, no party, too. Uh, Frankowski yeah, showed some strength. He, we need to see that all season. We need to see him physically dominate players in MLS and on the international scene, and that's going to be his ticket out of here. So what's interesting right now is the lack of wing depth we have, considering we know Frankowski is going to be gone. Is Christian Rodriguez the- still on the team? Like, you know, he's like a reserve. Christian Rodriguez. Is that an academy dude? No, that was the um, guy that we got from um, uh, from no, Christian Martinez. Martinez. Christian Martinez. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. He's in, he's in Panama now. Okay. I was going to say, if he was yeah, still on the team, they had some depth. Uh, I mean, I I would look at Bronico as depth there too. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I could Herbers, I could, Her- Herbers for Frankowski. sure. Herbers has yeah. winger. Uh, yeah, but to me, if you 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 remember um, Louis Salignac, Herbers oh, yeah, is. I, I think him. I think Herbers is better than Salignac. Um, oh, I don't know. Salignac wasn't a bad player. I think they're around the same. Both like solid bench guys. Uh, by the way, Vaisali is asking what app do we watch it on? Go to ChicagoFireFC.com, and they have it unlocked in a whole bunch of states. So it should hopefully be available for you. And if it's not available via them, maybe you're closer to Los Angeles, I'd go to their website, Los Angeles. And you could probably do that from the MLS website. Uh Fire, dude! They're they're pushing on this they possession, and they're they're yeah, actually, they dude, they're actually doing something I never saw I them do with f- freaking Ponovich. Play, this is entertaining. Play soccer right in the final third. <laughs> like everything about Ponovich was playing soccer outside of the final third and trying to get to the final third with pace and speed and trying something, to expose it. it just something didn't work. to note early on is the positioning of Frankowski. He's been tucked into the middle a lot. He's pushing into that middle. He's all the way on the left. He's starting at right wing, I'm assuming. And unless he's playing left wing, I haven't actually seen that. I'm going to wait to hold my statement before I make sure he's actually let's doing try. what I think he's doing. Oh, there's Alexander Katai. Yeah, let's, oh, Former Katai. Former fire legend. Former fire legend. 
Love them. Um, we, I've, I've got to try to figure out this. I'll try to figure out this fire formation that we're looking at. Also, Mrs. Uh, Miss Santoya say, as a Mexican American, he is nowhere near Blanco, but he is a Which solid is player for figured, El Tri. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, he would have been a great signing. It came down to a judgment call by Heights, and you know he wants to make his roster his way. And at the moment, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But if Pizarro ends up becoming a perennial MVP candidate, then I'll be a little bit questionable that decision. I wonder. I wonder if their assessment of Pizarro was that you know he's not worth the money that we're going to spend on him, and the resale value won't be as high for the money spent. And he doesn't also fit the profile of the game we want to play here. So it's probably all those factors and more, more than just, oh, he's uh, instead of just looking, oh, he's a Latino player, he's a Spanish player, Mexican player. He's going to yeah. be able to come in here and really pack the seats, which yeah, is not the pri- it's, opinion. Yeah, it's not the pro- right. it's not the priority when you're picking a team out. It's it, it, it's yeah. it's more the, how the player fits in the team. So I can't fault them yeah. for making that type of good. And, you know, it's, just, it's a decision and it's a strong one, but. Also, what we're hearing is, you know, we you need somebody. Uh, you need a big name in Chicago. It's just one of those teams. It's just one of those leagues. It's just one of those cities. You need a big name. And without a big name, you're, they're going to be looked at like they're Sporting Kansas City in Chicago. In Chicago, when you hear Sporting, they just don't think anything of Sporting Kansas City. If they have, if, if you tell them about that team exists, they don't know that they're actually good, that they got a yeah. good coach and all this stuff. They would never believe it. They'd be like, oh, I'm just talking about a casual non-MLS fan here. For instance, uh, everybody in the live chat, thanks for joining us while we on this watch along. Everybody, smash that like button. Subscribe for more spinning fire, of course. Uh, always do live podcasts in here, uh, live streams and stuff. We always bring on some cool guests. Check out our we got some cool, cool past videos with Peter Nowak, Peter, uh, uh, the Chicago Fire legend, first player signed for the fire. Awesome interview. Also, won a championship as a coach. It was fantastic talk with him. That was a great podcast. We also had uh, Peter uh, Wilt, the GM for the fire, come on and talk with us. That was awesome. Recently, had Paul Tenorio come on, really break down the fire. And uh, yeah, we'll have some more cool big time guests going on in the future as, as well as always. I'm liking this new live watching, dude, that we're doing. Yeah, this is cool. This I is fun. Like this. It's fun. Keeps people involved. Thanks, and thanks for everybody watching along. Let's read some comments here. It's also it's also cool to get to, uh, John Smith. Georgie has to be that person. He needs to do well on the national team and be our face. That's a great point, John Smith. I I, I agree. Uh, we need to see him get a call up. I, I don't know if he's in that position right now. He needs to play his way Ooh. back into the play. Uh, Georgie needs to play his way back onto the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, talk. I think I think that's offside. Might be a goal here. Great save. Great bad defense to to expose that. Should have been a goal um, from yeah, Chicharito right now. Chicharito! Oh, Chicharito, if he would have buried that, oh, Chicago would have just been feeling it. Was that Chicha? Oh, that was Chicha. It was Chicha. Yeah, I just I just had the shot. It'd be awesome to have a homegrown player be the face if they're that good. I mean, but here's the thing. It's 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 in reality, it, it's not what you want. I mean, it is what you want to happen, almost a goal there. That but I just don't foresee you're he's not Christian Pulisic. And if he was Christian Pulisic, that's the type of face you need. Someone re- with the recognizable in the face and the name, re- name recognition. Georgie Mihaly just does not have name recognition outside of Chicago and the Chicago football scene. And he barely has any name recognition in the actual city. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, that's what we're saying here. And that's what these pundits are saying. You need to go get a guy. The fact that, uh, that CJ Sapong and, and, uh, Andre Reynolds, no, no offense to these guys, but these guys are on buses around the city of Chicago that they're not the face of Bastian Schweinsteiger. 
They're not Andrea Pirlo. They're not Wayne Rooney's face. That's the type of face you need. They're not Chicharito's face. They're, that's the type of face you need to get in Chicago and to enter in with the boom and to make the kind of entrance that you're trying to make in Chicago to get noticed, to get the awareness, to get people to care about your product, to care about watching, to make Chicago Fire a thing to go to and do. Oh, my job. What score? 0-0, zero, zero, 21st minute, 22nd minute. Uh, Frankie McGanna checking in. Carson will lose. Uh, zero, zero, Mrs. Ed Toya. Uh, but let's get back into this audio. We only got a few minutes left. And Chicharito playing number 14. That's great. Should, eh. Was he number 14 at Man United? Maybe. I have no clue. I was never a big Chicha fan growing up. Ooh, I, I'm big. I'm, I'm definitely a Chicharito fan. I was excited when he came to Man United and uh, excited when he went to, to Germany. It was great following him, and I was and I always thought he might end up in Chicago. Chich, the, that makes a better hashtag than Schweinsteiger or whatever that was. Chicharito, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago, Chicha Chicago is Chicha Chicago would have been so great. Chicha Chicago, boom. Uh, anyway, uh, let's take a look at comment. Chichi is washed up. I'm glad he did not come, says Mrs. Santoya. Can they buy down one of the DPs and bring in the big name of the Sunder for transfer? That's a possibility. Is Drabine. Both these DPs we got are not true DPs in my eyes, dude. Uh, maybe Gaston Jimenez is, but the other guys, if you're getting a guy in for two or three million, that's 27, 28-year-old. That's not true. I don't know how much of a great – maybe I, that, that was Nikolic. Nikolic was 3.5 million. He was fantastic for a year or two. So maybe I'm, I'm incorrect here, but I'm just saying – you need to something me, it's, bigger. It's, you know, what do you think of what a designated player is? It's not what you would think of. But, I, I think in terms of Atlanta, um, that Chicago should be getting Atlanta term type DPs. Yeah, I, what's interesting though is Heights obviously has a slightly different profile player he wants. Um, he obviously has a heavy emphasis on Europeans that are not necessarily, you know, teenagers. Um, Lucas, 26, Roberts, 20. Eight, Sakulic is just like twenty eight, and obviously he still prime has a network down in South America, and might be he really good play, prime players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's looking. He's he likes guys in his in their prime. It appears, you know, even Gaston, who is from South America, he's twenty eight as well. So he's looking for players in their prime, and then sprinkle in a a random nineteen year old Argentinian left winger in there. Chicharito's one fourteen. Chicharito's one fourteen since he was in Chivas, says Mrs. Santoya. Okay, very cool. Uh, also, they were asking if they can buy down one of their DPs. I actually have two answers for that. Yes, I think that they should be able to buy down uh, both of their DPs that they got be between uh, Barrick and I'll say uh, – no, Bar I think for Barrick, they should be able to buy him down. But also my other answer is I thought I was reading that there is some sort of change in the rules for young DPs and they might not count as a DP. Like if you get you might them, not have a salary cap or something like that. It's either that or they don't count as a DP, allowing you to get like four yeah. DPs instead of just three if you get a young DP. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Might need some more clarification. Be an absolute field day for the teams that decide to spend money. Oh yeah. Atlanta, LAFC, LAFC that already has like six already has like six uh, you know, U twenty three South American players on their roster. They that's huge for the league. You could Turn it, it will turn it into a selling league 100%. Uh, John Smith saying he did not know any of the DPs for the first year for Atlanta. I knew, I think, all of the DPs. Um, I knew Yosef. I knew Yosef Martinez from Syria. Ah, I knew uh, 
uh, who's the Miggy? uh who who Elmerion? Elmerion. Uh, I did not know Elmerion. I did not. I did not. But uh, the other player I knew was uh, Hector Vialba. Yeah, I knew. Him I knew him too. for FIFA FIFA World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I knew Yosef because I always played with him when he played for Torino back mm. in the, like FIFA. Yeah. 17 or 16, whenever that was. He was a beast. I was watching some Serie A earlier today, some Juventus. I saw Ronaldo score a goal. It was actually pretty fun watching that. 11 straight games for Ronaldo. On ESPN+. Plus. Scoring, scoring in Serie A. Great value, ESPN+. Plus. the league record. What? Wow, he's so good, dude. Yeah. He was making incredible runs, just doing work. And he's just had such longevity. He's he's incredible. When I, I was just so impressed just watching him. I'm just like, I mean, Jesus, and Messi this, had this three awesome. goals in the first half today. Oh yeah, he finally shook off his rest too. Two best players to ever play the game simultaneously. It's fantastic. Uh, uh yeah, we've seen a lot of LA. I think going against uh Chicago right now. Chicago finally flipped it. Yeah, we're finally moving the ball. Moving the ball back forward, and now we are in LA's zone, uh, trying to make something happen. Katai still held with zero shots though. Entering here the 27th minute, Chicago Fire Brant Bronico on the ball. Looks back to the middle. What's going on here? Let's see what are they trying to do here when they break this down? They got overloads. Oh, they got nice overloads going on. Making some runs, trying to stretch the defense, stretch the outside backs. Doing I things. Like so far. Dude, they're doing stuff that Ponovich didn't have them do. Like, yeah, it, it this, looks tactical. It, there, there's some sort of there's some sort of attack plan here that it, that wasn't evident with Ponovich, and I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing at least the uh, the initial signs of. And gosh, that yeah. crest is hideous. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, I like the jerseys though. Oh, it looks bad. I do not yet. Oh, we got a shot. Take a shot there. Oh, good shot. We got a corner. Not the greatest shot in the world, but uh, but on net, which is a good. Hey, shot. nice find to open Frankowski up for that. Initial pass though. Ooh, that? Oh no, that's Herbers. That's Herbers. Herbers, dude, I, Herbers is a is a. Uh, I think a speaker ge gem. I like having him on the team. Great re little reserve player. He could fill in a lot of spots. Oh, yeah. uh, reminds me of uh, the other guy we had, a utility guy uh, from last year that went to Saint. Uh, that went to Kansas City. I forget his name right now. Lithuan Lichtenstein player. You guys might remember. Oh, the chat. Ha um, Hanson. Uh, Hansen. not Hanson. Um, you're on the uh, right back. You played right back. You played right back. Oh, go, go, go. Oh, my God. How did you not score? What? Yeah, let me see what happened. How? How? Oh, my gosh. How did you not score? Hasler. Good call. Nico, oh, Nico Hasler. Good call. Judson. Nico Hasler, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, That was a great sliding tackle. Is that Barrick's first real though. good chance? And he bluffs it. He just just just. Does not get enough wood on it. It was going in, but the player was there. And if he just got it over him somehow, just a little more extra oomph on I, it. I mean, in all fairness, Fletcher came out of absolutely nowhere. Oh, he yeah. Flew. Dude, yeah, look he at that. Flew. He really did come out of nowhere for Barrick's perspective. That's a that's a really nice defensive play by him. A guy that I never liked and I've always thought was not a good player. But he made a good play there. That's for sure. All right, let's go. Keep the pressure up. I'm like liking Georgie's corners. Georgie's corner has been – oh, wow, great. Georgie's corner has been dangerous. Keep it up, Georgie Mihailovic. He's and, always been good at set pieces. That's a good skill too. It's a good good player, good guy to have on your team because some, you know, sometimes you don't have that. That was a nice driven strike though too by – who was that, Bear? No, that was uh, Herbers again. Herbers again, dude. I, I, I like Herbers. I'm, he's another good like – him and Collier, if you, those guys are in your reserves. Uh, they're two guys in your 18. And CJ. And CJ. Uh, those are great 
I don't want to rely on them as starters. I'm saying, but well, if I have to I mean, rely CJ on them in a pinch, I'm feeling great with them. I'm feeling pretty good. I agree. All right, I'm going to get Cole back into this audio. Is. I got about three minutes left yeah. on this audio. Um, for the new guys to come in and correct it. And by the way, I think it would be naive to say that a team that would be successful and win games, even without name players, will draw in the market. This is not Atlanta. This is no. not LAFC. And there's, too, and there's too much history of the fire being a non-entity. Yeah, exactly. Non there's no, there's no buzz around it. Sam, you've written about this, and I think are planning to write more about it. But the biggest issue the league faces is how to reinvigorate the markets, the the, yeah. the legacy markets in the this legacy league. Markets. And the big city how do you markets. get Boston to, to turn out for Revs games? How do you get Chicago well, you built, to turn out for Chicago? In Boston, but <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get the Red Bulls to be relevant? And And in reality... The Fire could be the best team in MLS next year with a bunch of no-name players, and their attendance will probably get up to 18, where it was 20. with Schwan Steiger. 18,000, yeah. 19,000. That's and the that reality. Nobody that, cares. That looks bad in Soldier Field, by the way. They needed, uh, not they enough needed some stars. And, and I talked to somebody, a source within the league, who said, you know, most of MLS right now doesn't need the star players anymore. They don't need the big names. The Chicago Fire do. They needed that. They're and not instead of get big it. names, and, and what do we have? What do we have? We have a rebrand where they're plastering ads all over the city on CTA Elb train platforms with Jonathan Bornstein, Johan Kapilov, and Andre Reynolds, a kid who has like never even played a game in MLS. And again, no shade on those guys, but like that's your rebrand marketing. And, and look, maybe the fire weren't in love with Bizarro. Dude, that's what I was talking about. That's a good point. Like, a really good point. dude, that's like, dude, these nobody knows these guys. They're gonna look at it and they're gonna be like, why do I care about the the Crestwood Pirates, like the double A ball team, the single A ball team that you know is just there for the community? Like, they, they don't have any re give them the reason to care. Chicharito is a reason to care, something like that. And yeah, it's just not good. I'll let you do you, you got a comment in here before we finish this. No, I just that's interesting. You're right because Reynolds has been one of like the highest marketed players since the rebrand came out and he's never played a game. And actually I, I ju was just told that um, he's actually really struggling in training camp right now. And so expect him to go on low. So you're putting, you know, Bornstein, Kapelhoff and Reynolds, one of the three of those, like your main marketing pieces, so to speak right now for the rebrand might be going on loan because they can't even cut it in the league itself. Um, and now you're expecting people to come out to watch these stars, so to speak, even though they're, for lack of a better way to say it, nobody's. They're, yeah, the, for lack of a better way to say it. And, and no shade on them because they're incredible oh, soccer 100%. players. And the crazy thing is, like, when you really think about it, these guys are, like, top 2 3%, 4%, 5% soccer players in the world. When, uh, they're, when they're oh, yeah. playing at this level, I mean, like, I, well, you oh, and yeah. I probably play soccer. We're just not nearly as good as these guys. I mean, these are these are like Kapilov and Bornstein are two relatively known guys for those that know the league, but the fire need to attract people who do not know the league. Yeah. Basically, people who understand soccer, who love soccer, but right. haven't gotten into MLS yet. And, Schweinsteiger did you know, that. He, he was like, "Oh, Schweinsteiger, exactly. that's a guy. That's a guy. I know. That's a guy you could be like. You could justify for them to go see." Oh, 100%. And there's no really person 100%. like that on the team. And they're saying Barrick is just – that's just not – no shade on him. But it's just not the type, the guy, though, that, that's going to light it up. All right, we've got about a minute or two left on this audio. Playing with Miami on a 
you know, with a with a sure. an exit uh, release clause of twelve million dollars. Sure, but right? but if you got out in front of these problems with the front office and the head coach and all of this, and you didn't have three DP spots that you had to fill, maybe maybe you had only had two, or you had some flexibility, but you know you had a spot um, taken, <laughs> then then you're not in this hole you're not in this impossible situation and you can do your due diligence on these guys and you can you know take the year that it takes to to make first contact and to scout and to make inroads and to convince a big name player to come to chicago to a team that has struggled to a city that hasn't embraced soccer um you can do all that legwork and and they gave themselves no time to do it and and that's not really anyone's fault there necessarily you know a month wouldn't have made that much of a difference perhaps right if Mansfeto came in and 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 made the changes of Panovic and Rodriguez right off the jet right off the bat maybe maybe it doesn't make that much of a difference it wouldn't have hurt but it's just it just makes me upset Paul. yeah I mean it's <laughs> it, it is unfortunate I would have loved to see Chicharito in Chicago I would have loved to see what could happen uh, in Chicago right with, yeah. with, with 30,000 you know, maybe, maybe he wouldn't maybe he would never come but you know, if you're the fire, that's like, the level they should have been looking. And you and got to make a we'll Godfather offer for I that mean, guy. Credit Gosh. to George Heights; he's taking it all on in one window. I would have taken a different tactic. I probably would have tried to sign some MLS free agents. Look at this, you know, Beta Shore yep. and Merrim, and give it and bought myself yep. time. Easy, to really do the research. Mm-hmm. And, and sign the DPs. He's going. L- let me just rewind that because I, I was like, that was just the most common sense thing I have ever heard. <laughs> Not ever heard. I'm just like in this instance, though. You know, Beta Shore and Merrim and give it and bought myself time. I would have loved to see what could happen oh, in Chicago with a, with, a, with thirty thousand. You know, maybe 40, he maybe people. he wouldn't maybe he would never come. But you know, if you're the fire, that's like, the level they should have been looking. And, and got to make a we'll Godfather offer for I that mean, guy. Credit Gosh. to George Heights; he's taking it all on in one window. I would have taken a different tactic. I probably would have tried to sign some MLS free agents. You know, Beta Shore yep. and Merrim and give it and bought myself time. To really do the research and, and sign the DPs, he's going after it. You know, they they signed Barrich, as you said. They've got you know, there's reports that Gaston Jimenez in Argentina is going to be another DP signing. Recently, they were linked to Luka Stojanovic, a, a player coming out of Serbia, 26 years old, who's had an interesting career. Was very highly rated as a young player. Went to Sporting, didn't really cut it there. Has seen his value go up a little bit more now that he's back in Serbia. Can he be a difference maker? Alaseda in Argentina. I'm not saying that eventually they can't find pieces to make this team competitive, but I do right. think it was the just opportunity a had opportunity to, to really, really become something cool to do in Chicago, to penetrate a market where the Cubs are dominant and the Bears are dominant and mm-hmm. the Bulls and the Blackhawks and the White Sox are very present and the music scene is, is thriving and the restaurant, it's hard. To break into a big market like this, so I think they, they miss the they miss the mark a little bit. So yeah, not a little bit. Let's switch over well, to a, a, a roster that's maybe. I guess that's crazy. debatable. It's how much did they miss the mark? Because they're trying to build a competitive team. They might have a good coach here who might be a little bit better than what they had before. Oh, we got a chance here with Chicago Fire, and he doesn't bury it. Ah, on, let me see what happens. Uh, it's been going back and forth a little bit on both sides. It's been a bit of. Oh, a little bit of an Ooh. open game. Herbers again, dude. Nice save. Nice save by Bingham right off his left boot. Good what, kick. I, you were saying something about how it's hard to introduce yourself into this type of market. And yeah. We're obviously not taking the tactic of signing a marquee signing. And I think part of the reason, one of the, if not, probably the main reason, you know, that the fire aren't 
the hype around the new rebrand and the new like stadium location, people for the past 10 years have seen a really bad soccer team. They have a history of being um, not good enough or not trying. Exactly. And really the, 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 the veneer has come off thanks to man. What meant or meant not meant to what to what Hotman's done here. Hotman has tarnished severely the legacy and it was allowed to get yeah. into such disrepair that fans of Chicago, they know S H they know S H I T from Shinola. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's uh oh, we might have some action here. Daniel suggests suggesting and something. I'm hearing zero zero still. I, I truly think that it, this issue goes beyond just assigning a guy like Chicharito. Having a guy like Chicharito. Really oh, it's deep, way deeper I, than that. Yeah. It's like, I am one of those people who believes that the fire will not be relevant until they consistently win. And I'm not talking one season. I'm talking three or four seasons consistently. Of straight playoff, playoff appearances. They, and then maybe people will be like, all right, this is worth you know, going to a game to see what's going on. Yeah, they got to have Seattle or Toronto-like success. Exactly. It's it's one of those things where you could sign Rodolfo Pizarro. And and the reason I say assigning... Seattle got Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey. When when Bastian was signed, there was obviously a lot of hype around him. And then you look at 2019 and you look at our attendance... And it was the worst in the abysmal era, essentially. Okay. So that right there proves that one player alone cannot, you know, solve the attendance issue. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Chicharito would have a I think he would. Yeah. significantly higher impact than Bastian would ever have just because the Hispanic community in the city is so large and so passionate about, you know, Chicha. Um, but people just want to see a winner. Like, this is Chicago. I'm a diehard White Sox fan. Nobody went to the game. What? Dude, watch People this. Go to Please bowl. watch this. <laughs> Who shot that? That was Panetta. That was Panetta. What was that? I don't. The goalie's so lucky. What a, what a shot. Oh I'm my, dude. I, it's awesome to be able to tell you about this though, actually, before it happened, so you could watch that and just really yeah, I know. enjoy that. I saw it just like all my attention haphazardly. But I keep going, Mihailovich on these corners, loving this. Yes, multiple years, and if they're good, they got to keep winning multiple years. And if they're good, the year of the World Cup, which is twenty twenty six, not twenty twenty four, which is kind of what you're suggesting. It's twenty twenty two and twenty twenty six are the next two World Cups. Last World Cup was twenty eighteen. Um. So that's yeah, 2018, 2022, 2026 is the next World Cup, and that'll be in America. Chicago is not in the running to get any World Cup games. They already pulled Which themselves is ridiculous, out. Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. They didn't I'm want to pay. They, Chicago did not want to pay for security. They wanted FIFA to pay for security. FIFA holds all Disgusting. the other. Well, FIFA holds all the other cities accountable and makes them pay for their own security for a lot of this stuff, and it is really expensive. So, uh, I, I mean, they had a point. And in a city like Chicago, uh, it could have been very, very, very dangerous, especially when they're trying to profile the world 10 years out. And sure. with the problems that they're having in the Middle East, the World Cup being in Qatar, this, the, I'm just yeah. sure that there was a multiple number of reasons that they had to make that decision. That just oh, wasn't yeah. cost I mean, selfishly, I wanted a game in Chicago. Oh, my God. Actually. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But now we're going to have to travel to go to one and probably hopefully will. <laughs> I, mean, I will make that trip, especially if the U.S. is there. Oh, that'll be so awesome. Or- 
Yeah. Even go see a nobody game. I, I any game would be awesome. Yeah, but those marquee, like those big games at Soldier Field, are always fire on the attack dude. game. They just keep Frankowski. Yep, Frankowski did, had a great pass, but somebody did not have a great shot. Fire, dude, are attacking. They're actually attacking. They have sh- no, chances created. This is so much it better is. than anything I've ever seen under Ponovich. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing how much better and how much more you could see the light of day with this this change. Uh, a couple of people in the chat. It is the 42nd minute. The score is still 0-0, but the fire on the prowl. Correct. Um, they look pretty good off going offensively. Just cannot finish quite yet. Can you read the Spanish um, in here? I can't read this. Quanto, I cannot read Spanish. Quanto va otra, I could read it. I just don't know most of it. Quanto va otra vez, amigos? Hey, what's, what's up there, friends? How are you guys doing? Sorry. Oh, what score? Quanto va? I don't know what quanta. Uh, can you see the amigos or something like that? Minute. C-A-N-Quen. Minuto va. I will say this. I really like Kenneth Crown Holmes. First, it's first half. First half, still. That makes sense, yeah. 43rd, uh, 43rd minute of the first half. Nice shot. Nice chance here for LA Galaxy. Uh, fire hold strong, though. Uh, pretty. It, the game's starting to open up as the game's un- unwound. It's heating up. Katai sporting the number seven, I see. Katai can hit that shot, too. Galaxy uh, fan here. DeMonte Campbell. This oh, is this question. is not. Yeah. Full starting lineup. Is this for the fire? It's not. Um, you have probably eight. Seven or eight starters. Two DPs missing. Um, two DPs missing. Yeah, you Herbers isn't a starter. Um, Bronico won't be a starter. Likely. Uh, likely. As of right now, he would probably be a starter. Yes. Um, like in the first two games, he might be started because you know Coolidge might not be ready to go. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah. But Panetta's not a starter. He might. Um, Dude, so I'll, he's, I'll say he's been getting time. He's really good. Pineda's yeah, but as soon time. as Gaston gets acclimated, yeah. he is uh he's getting the boot, which is great because I think he's a fantastic oh Georgie's fantastic a starter, Madron. Madron might not be a starter. Uh if Madron might uh, to start the season, he'll be a starter. Um but with sure. Stojakovic, with oh my god, Georgie, you gotta oh Georgie, you gotta do something better with that, especially if you're trying to make a name for yourself. That's how you would do it. Oh man, Georgie with a little. Oh, yeah, he he flubbed that. They look really good, dude. Look at dude. The, what we're seeing attack, overlapping yeah. attack stuff that we never saw under Ponovich. To me, it's embarrassing how much better this is. This is it's an indictment on Nelson Rodriguez. It's, it's such also the quality of players lower too. This is such an life. indictment on Nelson Rodriguez and his his holding on to his soccer soulmate in Velko Ponovich. Even though Velko Ponovich, quality human being, great great person, maybe uh, I've he heard I've. You know, nice, nice dude. In, in you know, yeah. outside of soccer, um, but uh, not the greatest uh, coach for the Chicago Fire. And hopefully, he has success elsewhere. Though I think he will. He's got Get passion. Back he's got passion. He's got a soccer mind. It's just, and, and I definitely wish him success and want him to have success. You know, Chicago Fire. He's touched. He's been a part of the Chicago Fire organization. So hence, it's like you know, it's like it's like been, been in your family. So you. you Adopt him in a way. He's part of the he's part of the family now. He can't get rid of that. Part of the family. He's like that uncle that no one really wanted in the family, but is in your family nah, nonetheless. He wanted he, him at first, but then you sure, you figured sure. out he was just a he, psycho. <laughs> it was it, it was a bit of a psycho when he drank, and yeah. 
They <laughs> <laughs> had some awesome press conferences, some awesome These are fun some fantastic metaphors. Halftime. Halftime, 0-0. Zero, zero, uh, uh, Katai. No, it's not Katai. There is Katai. Let's sporting the short haircut. And that's halftime. Halftime, 0-0. Zero, zero. Chances to both sides. Um, like in, uh, it looks like preseason soccer, but, uh, it also looks like a clunky field, wet field out there, but it's fun. I'm liking, it's not as good as the Syria. Ah, I was watching earlier, dude, Syria. Ah, earlier when I was watching. So not the greatest soccer. I've heard some people say it's on level with the championship, which I also saw championship level soccer earlier to <laughs> Millwall, I think was on. So I watched, uh, champ- I watched some Syria ah, today and a little bit of some championship English championship and had some fun with those, t- with those, but the. Juventus game, really fun. Such good attacking soccer on both sides. Even Spal. Spal had a couple good moments against Juventus, made him, making him sweat. Uh, did they tie it? Or no, I'm thinking Milan and uh, Fiorentina, which is the other game I saw. But it was just, it was actually pretty, uh, it was surprising. Nice watching some of this attacking soccer. Definitely different than English soccer. Oh, yeah. It's two different breeds. I've never been a fan of the Premier League. I Really? My favorite league to watch is um, Bundesliga. I, Fred, Fred uh, Hubner's too. Say again? Fred Hubner's too loves Bundesliga. I feel as if... I love First off, when it comes to the, the Prem, I will support any team of an American on it. Um, just because, you know, U.S. men's national team fan. Mm. So I, I'll watch for that. For, I'll watch Chelsea. I'll turn on an Aston Villa game. Even though They're not in the Prem, though. Are they? Hmm? No, they're not. Hmm? The uh, Villa, are they in the Prem? Villa, I don't think they're in the Prem. I think they're in championship. No, because they have Indiana, um, one of the young guys on their team. So I'll, I'll, I'll watch for the U.S., but I, I really like the pace that um, the Villa. Bundesliga and they're, I'm a they're in Premier League. Is Villa Premier League? Uh, if they got Jack Grealish, they're the Premier League yeah, right now. Jack Grealish. And, okay, and uh, cool. Man United's trying to go in for him. They're going to go for him instead of uh, James Madison. Who do you think they should get, James Madison or Jack I Grealish? love James Madison. Well, they're going Big for Lester one of those State, two. Yeah. They're going for one of those two. Um, I would prefer I James Madison. I don't think Madison. that solves the issue that Manchester United have, well, unfortunately. And, and uh, they just got the Pereira, the Fernandez guy, uh, who looks yeah. like a stud. Just a lockdown stud. Madison, to me, fits more in the molds, closer to that uh, to that for, for, uh, to Fernandez or whatever it is. And But Grealish might be a bit more central midi and attacking versus just central attacking. But both great players. They're saying ninety million for James Madison, who was just going for like six or seven, ten million a couple of years ago. No, that's um, the inflated market. Ninety million for an English player. Yeah, yeah, English domestics. And then uh, yeah. they're playing like saying like fifty, forty million for say a player like Grealish. Which Madison's ah, a better so, fit. Says says Centoya. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I enjoy the Prem. Um, I am get kind of bored of it because I feel it's super possession based and I like a little bit of hecticness, which is why I love MLS so much mm-hmm. because the, the football is not as high quality, but it's super entertaining at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that with the Bundesliga too. I feel it's a little bit more upbeat and I, I enjoy watching Dortmund. I enjoy watching Bayern. I think Allen is like a ridiculous, he's ridiculously talented at what he does. Um, uh, and a um, big Real Madrid fan of the reason I got into the sport in the first place. So naturally I watch a lot of La Liga and you can't not watch Messi. He's phenomenal. Um, 
So yeah, the premise just never been on my. It's probably like my, to be quite honest, like my fourth favorite league to watch. Which is a hot take, I know, but you know what? That's how I feel. Ooh. Halftime here, boys and girls. Uh, fun game. I'm liking it, though. No, it's been a great game so far. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with our offensive play. The finishing cannot be like it was last year, though. We have to finish our chances. Much better than last um, game. Yeah. Let's hope. Oh, wow. I'm getting a lot of. So I just tweeted out halftime in Carson. We look pretty good. Impressed with the midfield and our wing play. Let's get a goal next half. And there's been a couple um, responses. One person says, Brian El Gallo says, I'm liking this team by far. I would rather have other players in, but beautiful game they're playing. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Um, I know it's still preseason, but this is the best I've seen the fire play in such a long time. I don't even remember. Not a bad half for last game of preseason versus the Galaxy. Panetta looking like a starting DM so far, which I also. Panetta's looked good. He's looked very good, very impressed. And if he could hit shots like that one he took from outside the box, he's gonna be a dude. Monster. Oh my god! Take yeah. yes, absolutely. That was a bomb. Add this per- Mike D M Domo twenty two on Twitter says add Elsada Sekulic, Stojanovic, and Gaston, and we could be dangerous. Which is true. Gaston looks um, good. Looks like the real deal. I'll be right back here in a second, man. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Call the fort. What was I saying? So. The issue with adding four big-time international names to your roster a week before, you know, your um, opening day is you have to ensure that these guys are going to acclimate into your roster and, more importantly, into the league super fast. There's a good chance, you know, Gaston has the potential to be the the best number six in the league. And you might think that's a hot take right now, but if you look at the, you know, the CDMs that are spread around the league, there's not many great ones. That's a position that's up for grabs. And Gaston has that ability, but he has to prove that he um, can, you know, fit his way into the league quickly. Because in order for the fighter to have a really solid midfield, he's going to need to get there quickly. And he's going to need to acclimate quickly, learn to learn the ways of MLS, um, get used to the, the, the wear and tear of the travel, and succeed. And that's the same with Boris, and that's the same with Eliseta. And that's the same with Luca. All those guys are going to have to learn to acclimate quickly or they're not going to be as good as we need them to be. That's, that's for me. That's the, the turning point to the season is if your new international players, Barrick included, can get used to the style, the play of MLS. Huge. If they are able to do that, I feel that Ignacio Aliceta and Luca and Gaston and Sakulic, they, along with the rest of the roster we currently have, can get us a playoff spot. But I, I really think there needs to be an emphasis on those four players or those five players, I should say. Everyone else knows the league, and we know how talented they are, and we know what they can do. These guys are all toss-ups, though. And I would argue that MLS is one of the hardest leagues to can, you know, to come into and, and play well, and people struggle with that all the time. It's physical. It's got a football, NFL-esque, so uh, NFL-esque yeah. uh, type of tackle, shoulder, real lot of shoulder tackles and exactly. pushes and shovings. Uh, I think that you see grabs in other leagues. It's not as grabby as some leagues, but it's definitely uh, – oh, what the hell is this? What the heck was that? What happened? I don't know. I saw some crazy air. Maybe it was just some crazy error. Um, 
Oh, I had a whole bunch of comments maybe to show up. Uh, what channel? Oh, so go to ChicagoFireFC.com or to LA Galaxy's uh, MLS website. That's how we're watching. Check out the Chicago Fire channel. Oh, that was you. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, that's me. Yep, yep, yep. Games on hiatus. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, you know what? I'm going to check in on, on to our friends over at Hot Time. And yeah, well, but while while you're pulling that up, uh, Peter, who you're spending on my tweet, he said, look at the shape when we have the ball. It's actually good. Yeah. I'm so impressed. I with know. a few starters to come in, things are looking up. I missed the first 20 where we were all poor on all accounts. Seriously? That's a good point. Our shape was good. Um, we were moving around a lot. We were shifting their defense a lot. We were passing the ball. Um, it was it's impressive. It's not. It's good. It's good soccer. Absolutely. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna rip off some tweets here from Hot Time in Old Town, uh, courtesy of Ruben Tish at Ruben Tish on Chicago on uh, Twitter or at Hot Time Old Town on Twitter as well. He's tweeting out on behalf of them. He always writes for them great stuff, and uh, like what they've been doing lately. Hey, Alexi Gal- hey, Galaxy. Can we get the stream working? Yeah, of course. We have sound, but no video. Okay, we're live already. The fire looks a lot better than they did a week ago. They were more confident on the ball as a team and are controlling the pace. Very true. Bronico just let Pavone right by him. He's clearly not comfortable at right back. He's not, he's not true. comfortable, true. but he can hold it down in a spot. Uh, if he's asked to, he could just go and do a job in lots of places. Chicharito is so good. Cronholm did well after being left on an Island by his defense. But to me is the biggest question point. The offense is starting to look like it's coming together. The defensive backline has questions for me between Calvo Kapelhoff and Bronico Bornstein. I, like I said in the past, I don't really have questions about, even though he was getting torn apart a little bit, I think last week, but that might be, you know, the whole back four. Um, no Epstein saying, thank God we got Sekulich. <laughs> uh, hot time. I feel like it would serve the LA galaxy to go back to the green and gold color scheme at some point. So the fire, oh, their old kits and logo were sweet. I love the old galaxy stuff. Yes, they did have good stuff. I agree. So the, pretty sweet. So the fire had two chances from quarter kicks. Just now Barrick was blocked from a heroic effort twice. Once by Bingham uh, from point blank range and from the other defender making a last ditch effort. That's we commented on those. Uh, I've really liked what I've seen from the fire uh, when they've had the ball. Kobe Jones is right about the lack of edge. But after last week, I'm just happy to see them string passes together. Yeah, they they have a plan. I'm making zero mm-hmm. predictions about what we see from now mm-hmm. to Friday when I write the preview, excluding what I say on North Lot Pod at North Lot Pod. Uh, pretty good podcast. Another good Chicago Fire podcast, guys. Check them out at North Lot Pod. Um, Barrick gets kick saved by Bingham. It doesn't matter who is playing for the fire. They will always make David Bingham look like Buffon. <laughs> P- Pineda with a rocket. Bingham knocked it over the bar. That was an awesome shot. Bornstein with a shot inside the box now. This is fun. It, it was fun. It was fun. Mihailovic's field goal is good, and the Bears take the 3-0 lead. Great <laughs> tweet. Party. Great tweet by Hot Town. I'm going to just retweet that right now. Just hilarious. Awesome. Uh, and Hot Town's halftime assessment. Halftime, scoreless. It was a fun half, and the fire looked like a real team. It's night and day from last week. Well, if you excuse me real quick, I'm going to grab something to eat. It's getting late. It's dinner time, so I'll be back in two minutes. Dude, take your time. No rush, dude. I'll hold it down. Everybody, thanks for joining us here at Spitting Fire YT as we watch this uh, game and this watch along. Do us a favor, smash that like button. Subscribe for more Spitting Fire. So- sorry to toot that horn so much. It just makes sense, though, and helps. Um, nice stream. Oh, thanks, Jack. 
Uh, subscribe for more Speaking Fire. Of course, we're available on a whole bunch of other stuff, too, after the fact. This always gets put out on uh, multiple podcast streams like Spotify, uh, Google Play, iTunes Podcasts, and uh, Anchor, and amongst other things. So all And uh, uh, Stitcher, too. Yeah, we're on all those podcast things. So if you ever uh, got to leave the show, you could catch it on download real easy right there. Um, wait for halftime to start. We missed the first 10 minutes of the game just due to the stream being down, but not, not like we missed too much. Started slow and the game's picked up steam. Uh, LA galaxy actually looking like, uh, the worst team at the moment, the team that's, uh, chasing, so to speak. Chicago fire are the team that is knocking on the door with a little bit more consistency. The offensive uh, output and the chances created we've seen are at a level I've never seen when during Ponovich's time, almost never did seen during Ponovich's time, even though they had Alexander Katai, even though they had um, Bornstein and Schweinsteiger, it's pretty darn good players to run a, a decent offense. You would think they just never were able to put it together under Ponovich for, for whatever reason, who's winning. Nobody it's zero, zero. It's going on dice. Everybody in the live chat though. Thank you for joining us. Much appreciate everybody listening now or after the fact. Thank you for joining. Always uh, support. Always appreciate a good retweet of anything we put out there. Support the fire. Always retweet your, uh, your fire article people, your people who your writers Sandalows, the Santa Rita's, although some of these guys are moving on to different places. Um, that was appreciated. Help spread the fire. Welcome back. Ooh. Thank you. Welcome back to the fire. Ooh, don't want to spill that. Anyone dominating the game? Uh, I would say it's relatively even. I would uh, fire. I, I'm, I, I, if I had to go percentage, go percentage. I'll go fifty-six percent fire. Yeah, I think Chicha had. Oh, actually, no. Barrick probably had the best chance. Early game. in the game, uh, ad- advantage was even, and as the game went on, fire just edged out just a few more. I mean, yeah, we're still seeing chances go to the other side, but fire edging out the chances. They definitely have maybe four or five or six more. Yeah. Around. Take, uh, half time. No score at the break. Ooh, inter Miami pulling out a really interesting lineup against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Inter Miami there. They had a, one of their pictures, one of their, not their crest per se, it's like some sort of flamingo, but they had another picture that they tweeted out and it was two flamingos together. I swear it, it looked like that one comical uh, picture from like a, of a guy putting his head up his, his, his rear end, basically like do it. <laughs> it looked so funny. I was like, Oh, what? That looks that looks gross. <laughs> was, That's uh, great. But uh, but Inter Miami, I think that they had the uh, same crest designers as the fire. They did. And the fire and I, is a lot nicer. I don't know these. Th- to me, there's there. There's something I don't like about either crest. <laughs> Some people really like the Inter Miami crest. I. I like it. I'm a fan. It's okay. I feel like it. Well, the other thing is, you know, I'm guess I'm comparing some of these things to like old crests, like Manchester United. There's just some classic sure. crests out there that, you know, are sure. classic, have history behind them. And I guess that's wrong of me to maybe hold them to that type of standard because it is a different age that they're coming into, the different age that they're creating their team in. Mm-hmm. What the hell is Atlanta United symbol? I don't know, but I also like their logo. Let's see what their logo is. Yep. They got a nice little A 
which is which is the classic alphabet symbol one of the oldest written symbols <laughs> in history it looks nice it's clean what's what's your favorite logo in the league though thousands of your that's that's actually a great question let's take a look at this um, I've never really been able to answer that question. I me, like that's so. a great question. My favorite logo in the league before was the Chicago Fire logo. Like it was oh, hands I mean, down. Obviously. It was hands down. It was yeah. so good. It was the best logo in the league. I really like the Union Union's logo. I like NYCFC's. Um, there's a few I like. Also, it looks like the game is back on. Just Games a, just turning back on. Chicharito's stretching. Okay, let's see. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you which ones I like. I'll just go through it. Vancouver, sure. no. Toronto. There's something I like Toronto. Toronto has something classic about it, but I don't like them out of spite. Um, okay, fair enough. Sporting Kansas City, I really like, but I um, there's like something snaky about it. Uh, the yeah, twisty, the twist, twisty S's. Sounders, I don't. I, like I don't. It's unique. I think it's, it's really unique. unique. It's unique. It reminds me of something you're going to see like on a beer tap. Uh, yeah, it's also very American. That's a very American logo right there. Uh, the Quakes reminds me of Quaker oatmeal. Uh, it's all right. It's eh. uh, real Salt Lake eh. and Por- Portland. I like Portland a lot. I think it, I think it's very basic. I, I it's very basic. It, it maybe needs something else, but there's something there that they, they have some, they have something to work with there. Uh, yeah. But you're right. I agree. It needs more hurumph. union. You like, ah, it's I like, okay. I really like Orlando. No, it's fine. No, Red Bull. I like it's. It's Red Bull's a Red Bull logo. It's 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 not much. It's not really unique. It's a really good logo, and it's got a lot of history behind it. I mean, that 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 that, there's those are Kenosos. That's that goes back to ancient Manoa with bull hopping and all sorts of stuff. That's like (laughs) that's like two thousand BC, twenty two hundred BC. Talking like the game 4, is back on for anyone who's watching or anyone. Uh, New York City logo. I actually. I like and I dislike. I I like and I dislike. I I I, I could justify it. I'm, I'm a fan. I could justify it, but also I'm like, eh, there's there's something Yankees about it. Um, sure. I really like the New England Revolution one. This that's a hot take. I like it, even though it's ugly. It's ugly. It's it's, but it's there's something awesome about it and unique. The American flag, soccer ball thing going on. It's I like the concept. I guess I okay, like the concept. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Nashville sucks as well, in my opinion. Nashville's is very simplistic. It's got a slash going through it. It's interesting. It's interesting, but yeah, it's it's gross. It's not enough going on there. Mon- uh, Montreal definitely gives me a Canadian. Cool. I, I, yeah, it gives yeah. me a Montreal Canadiens, uh, old hockey team uh, type feel. Really sure. like the Montreal Canadiens uh, back in the day. I really like Minnesota's crest. Minnesota's is one of the best in the league. Yeah, I, sure. I think Minnesota's has taken over. I think Minnesota's might be the best crest right now. Based upon going through this, it might be my favorite crest that we've covered yet. Love uh, it. Yeah. I love good, it. Good, good. The, the, whatever that that whatever that bird is, awesome spread of the way. It's just something that's so it's great. It's a sweet bird, yeah. It's a sweet crest overall. Uh, really awesome. Let's see. Who is this? Inner Miami? No. Screw you guys. I like. I'm a fan. LA Galaxy is there's something classic about it. Don't like it. Um, LAFC I like better than the Galaxies. I like um, yeah, I like better than the Galaxies, but I don't like it. Dynamo bunk, really bunk. <laughs> they need something. Yeah, I'm not a fan of orange. 
Dynamo should have a freaking piece of dynamite trying to explode or like oil <laughs> underneath an oil explosion. thing. Yeah, something like that. That should be the dynamo. Just, just wave that's that 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 crest is junk. DC United has an awesome crest. Yeah, there's just pretty rough. uh they're probably they're in the top five for sure. Uh DC United's crest with that E, that valorous eagle. That just it's looks a pretty cool eagle. That's great. FC Dallas. I could see some people really liking this crest. And I could see some people really thinking that it's. Eh. I think it's just meh. Yeah, I like the bull though. The bull's cool. The bull itself, the concept they need to they need to somehow keep the concept, but fix the crest. It's not good. Yeah, Columbus yeah. Crew, even though yeah. they're they're our enemy, I really like. Their I crest. love their logo. I, oh, I'm a big fan of their logo. Uh, yeah, I really like their crest. They there's something classic, unique, uh, special about it. Just it. Looks good. Uh, Denny is geo-blocked, stinks. We'll tell you about the game, though, Denny's. We'll help you out over here. Right now, LA Galaxy are knocking on the door and Fire are trying to pick up the pieces. It looks like they managed to do so. Um, yeah, they, they, they got out of that trap. Ooh, nice move by Frankowski. Yeah. He's looked good so far. Dude, today. Frankowski, let's go. Frankie's time. Yeah. Uh, let's finish off this crest hunt. Uh, Colorado. I like theirs. I'm a big fan of theirs. Uh, I got to look at it closer. Okay. I really like it. I okay. I like it. It gives me a Colorado Avalanche type feel, which I love. The Avs, probably my second or third favorite it's, hockey it's team. It's a very Denver logo. Very Denver logo. Yeah, you you nailed it. Yeah. Like for the people of Denver, that is such a Denver esque yeah, logo. It, it gives that vibe. It's off. accurate. It's accurate. Um, yeah. not not in, not. I'm not saying it's a top five logo, but it's definitely in the top ten. Way better than the Fires. FC- it also feels small. It does. That's why I'm saying, like, I feel like it needs to be bigger. It, it needs to be uh, more okay. mountainous and bigger in that and, regard. And then here we have FCC, and I think theirs is way too fat. FCC, if that makes any is, sense. It is fat. It's. I like their concept that they got. There's goal? some. I. Uh, Sorry, I was. I saw something in the game. Got excited. My bad. Oh, I thought you said goal. And oh, I'm no, like, no. what? I'm like, what? what? Oh, Chicharito <laughs> though. Chicharito knocked on his butt. Who just launched that? Another field goal. Go kick. That was Madron. That was Madron. Madron. We got to start breaking down. Let's start trying to peg him because I don't know if we've seen enough from Madron. And I wonder if that's why they went to go get Stojakovic. It's probably why they did. Uh, I've been told he's not been impressive in training. Kids, Madron, yeah, or as impressive as they need him. To be. And they need. They're relying more on Georgie. They trust Georgie more than Madron. Uh, 100%. He knows the system. He's familiar with the league. And from what I've seen as of now, he's just as skilled. So FC Cincinnati, though, I'll round this out. FC Cincinnati, it's an okay logo. A little bit of fat. Needs a lot of work. It's not that great. It's actually not that great. Chicago Fires is horrible. <laughs> so bad. Atlanta's is, is good enough. They're bottom top. Bottom top. They're in the it's, top 10. I like their A. Yeah, work. I like their stripes. It's it's decent. It's solid. But I guess my favorites stop, are stop, are the Columbus, stop, the Minnesota, and the DC United. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I'm, I, I rate uh, Inters really highly as well. I, I do. Like yes, I do not rate Inters, and um, I don't rate the Reds. So we naturally, you know, we got our differences. Inters is okay when I look at it. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it. It's not. It's good. It's definitely good. But like I told you about that thing, that guy bending over. I yeah, see, now you can't unsee it. Oh, I see it in that now, too. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you, you can just see it. This guy's just bending over in front of these two birds. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. It's just something about that. Um, okay, let's go back to the game. 50th minute. Let's get some action. Oh, wow. We got danger. 
uh, LA Galaxy trying to make some danger happen. It was fun watching Zlatan with Milan earlier, by the way, just to drop that name again. Oh, Zlatan is so dirty good, dude. It's insane. I got to look up how old this guy because this guy's still a top. He's a top 10 striker. He's top 15 striker on his day. He he did a goal. He he scored a goal today. It should have been a goal. They called it back. I, I, I felt like they robbed him of one of the prettiest, craziest goals that they probably would have had in Syria. It was that good. And he put in so much dirty work to get it. It Oh, my God. Zlatan had a great game. Zlatan is so awesome. Zeria A between Zlatan and and Ronaldo, Milan and, and Juventus. Pff, awesome. Fun. Uh, that that alone makes uh ESPN Plus worth having. Uh regardless of the WGN world's greatest newspaper. We're, we're uh getting well, on I mean, fire for free, for which would be like great. Me who live in Indiana and don't have access to WGN, it's not much more worth it. True. That's very true. Uh, Zlatan, 38 years old, uh, and not to mention Zlatan, but the Zlatan era parent, Holland. Yeah. This guy, uh, you, people have got to start watching. He's a monster. They, they got to start watching he's, this guy he's, and play. Soccer. Right, he's the most informed striker in the in the in the world right now, and he's younger than me, which is scary. It's like, Erling Brout Holland, son of uh, another soccer player uh his dad was Holland was a soccer player as well um but this guy is insane the work rate he has insane the pace he has is like a huge six foot four guy insane uh 19 years old born in the uk but plays for he was born in leeds but does play for norway yes because his dad was probably playing in leeds at the time Sure. Uh, let's see. His dad. His name was. Da, 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 da. He's a mom. He has twelve goals in eight games or something ridiculous. Like Alf that. Inga. Alf Inga Rasdal Holland is a Norwegian former professional football player. He played for Burn, Nottingham Forest. Oh, 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 goal! Goal! Oh. Leeds United. Sasha Kleshen, who I'd love to have here. Uh, Leeds United, Manchester City, and Rosalind. He played for Leeds though back in nineteen ninety seven to two thousand. A lot of games there. So his dad was in the Premier League in the last 20 years, basically. Holland. I mean, he's 19 years old. Um. Okay, that is a that's what I would call a defensive fail. Uh, Kronholm yep. was left out on an island. He saved the freaking goal three or four times. What mm-hmm. more could Holland, What more could freaking Kronholm do there? The, the center backs left him out to dry. Now Kronholm's injured. He got kicked, it looked like, during the play. Oh. Clutch is laughing. And of course, not at not at the injury here. <laughs> oh, just trying to be indignant for indignity's sake. Uh, but left out to dry. Absolutely. Uh, who were we looking at to score in the second half? Well, I was not looking for LA to score. That's for certain. I'm, a, I'm looking for Barrick to score, but I've not seen enough out of him. Uh, who are the players I have seen a uh, possible goal out of? Uh, what's his face? Uh, Herbers. You might see a goal out of Herbers or Frankowski. Or Panetta. <laughs> or Panetta, if he takes another crack like that. Crown will pull him out. Just to, you know, There's no reason to play on it's a freaking practice game just get off and get some rest yeah goal though one nothing galaxy are leading the chicago fire here in the 55th minute 
Was it a good goal? No. It was a dirty goal. Yes. Was it a good chance created? Yes. It was a fantastic chances created by the LA Galaxy. The Chicago Fire's defense, not good. Who's on his butt? Is that Brant sitting on his butt? That's not good, Brant. Yep. Not a good look, Brant. Sorry. And I love Brant. Uh, Kapelhoff, not good enough. Calvo, uh, I'm just going to be brutally honest here, everybody. Calvo, not good enough. Kapelhoff, not good enough. Brant Bronico, not good enough to be starting on a championship level soccer team in the MLS. Um, they could have bit roles on those types of teams, but they all three of those guys starting on a championship roster is not happening. They're not good enough. Um, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Cal, uh, Kapelhoff, great reserve now. I think he's a great sub. Got to find a starting CB. In fact, they were saying that on the broadcast. They were saying that on the podcast. You got to find a, a new starting CB. Calvo's probably the next best after that. Look ball. Frankowski really trying. He's got mag, mad pace. That was a good ball by Madron there. If he continue, if he supplies those balls like he just did to Frankie, offense won't be bad. That was a really nice weighted ball. That was not Madron. Oh, that was Herbers. That was Herbers, dude. Herbers is oh, no, better. That than... was that was Barrick. That was Barrick. Whoever it was, uh, Madron, uh, not impressing. He was they're, okay in the first half. They're trying to give him really chances. Nice pass by Barrick. Wow. Uh, let's see. One nothing. Fifty fifth minute. Says Jack. Yes, Feliciano. Where's the stream for the game? It's on ChicagoFireFC.com. That's the MLS Chicago Fire website. It's also probably available if you go to the LA Galaxy's website, which I'm sure is probably like LAGalaxy.com. Yep, LAGalaxy.com. ChicagoFireFC.com or LA Galaxy. Um, LA Galaxy are taking the momentum from that goal and preying upon the Chicago Fire's bad defense. Nice save, Cronholm. Galaxy or Fire website. Got to click around. Yep. If Katai scores a header against us, I'm going to be raged. Or, uh, dude, I would love Chicharito and Katai score a header against. I mean, I wouldn't love it, but I guess it's just like. We told you so. Old man shakes hands at Claude. Shakes fist. Shake hotter, boy. So who are we looking to score, though? Second half, I was saying um, Frankowski or Herbert for the fire. That'd be nice. Uh, Brant clears it out. I mean, right now, though, the game's flipped on its head. Uh, LA Galaxy have all the momentum. Fire are sitting in quicksand right now. They really got to get out of this. Subs. Score is one nothing right now. Jorge Luis Salgado. Some subs. Some subs for sure. Oh, gosh. Defense is so bad. Oh, my God. Calvo. What? I I, I always watch Calvo, and it. there's times where I'm like, he doesn't know how to play defense, but he's a center back. Sometimes. That's why Gaston's going to be huge. He brings some height. And he brings skill. Oh, I wanted to talk about this. The new goal kicks. Oh, how it doesn't have to go out of the box. I love that. I think that's a great change. I think it's a great positive change for the game. allows you to play out of the back. Also, I mean, there's a high risk, high reward there as well. But I do like that. I don't mind it at all. I like that positive change. It's rare when you see those types of big changes in the game. Uh, the last big type change, I think, was uh, besides VAR, of course, was the kickoff. They only had to do one kick before they always yeah. made you do two. 
Real nice play. Was that Katai? Yeah, it's Katai sausage. Right Katai is so dirty on that ball. Should have signed him for a tan. Oh my god, how did they do not? That would have waste what a absolute gem of a player you would have had there. At least some quality on this team that you could look to that has Barrick earned himself a foul. Everybody appreciate if you smash that like button for us. Uh, spread the fires. Always retweet our work. We appreciate that. Follow Men in Red at Men in Red 97 on Twitter. He's a great follow. Always got nice little Chicago Fire news. Barrick is not happy after that foul call. Now nah, he's yelling at Georgie. At Georgie, really? Yeah, because Georgie didn't come over to help, and Barrick had to come all the way back to the back defensive corner and and then put pressure on the ball. Not good. Not, uh, yeah, not that, good to see. Uh, body language wise, LA Galaxy showing positive body language. Chicago Fire showing negative body language. So it's, that is an indicator. Really flat. Really it, flat. Yeah, I mean that's a huge indicator of of the game. That's really hard to gauge negative how they've gone negative and how they've gone positive but that's a big factor in the game if you could somehow gauge that and you could see that in the camaraderie in the team um but when the fire are yelling at each other and maybe getting a little angry at each other while i'm seeing la galaxy laughing at each other so that would that's what led me to speculate as such who is the right back uh that's brett bronico pavone is tearing him apart yeah he's not a natural right back he's actually a natural midfielder slash forward he was drafted as a forward. Is he really? Mm-hmm. This LA Galaxy team is ripping us apart right now. And they weren't first half. We were yeah, ri- we were doing wrong, like, They have really talented players like Pavone and Katai on the wings is one of the most dangerous wing combos in the league. Dude, Pavone and Katai. In my opinion. I think they're sleeping. That's better than Alessandrini and whoever the hell they had before. Alessandrini and uh, well, it's Pavone. Who, who's there? Pavone. <laughs> yes. uh, only for a season though, because Alessandri didn't play much last year. Exactly. It was Alessandri. Ability is one like of the great. Alessandri. Yeah. That's Giovanni one of the Dos Santos and Jonathan Dos Santos and Roman Alessandrini. Where? What's up with him? Where's he nowadays? Alessandrini. I think he moved on. I'll look it up. I know he's not at the Galaxy, but he's not. A, he's not still in the league, is he? No, I don't think so. Alessandrini. I'll look him up. He'd be a great player to have. I'd take him. Uh yes, as a as a bit role player for sure, oh, or, or or I mean like as a reserve, he he'd start over, he could start over some people too. Um, better passing from the fire right there, Georgie got a nick, but he's not positive. been picked up. So he's a free agent. Free agent looks like. I would take him in a heartbeat. David Bingham. Yeah, he's without team right now. Yeah, Alessandrini. I mean, uh, but he's recovering from injury. He might not have recovered the the pace and the skill. But he's a good reserve player if you could get him on a Katai like deal. But that, that's like basically trading Katai for Katai. But maybe one with a better attitude. <laughs> better attitude and a less selfish skill set, in my opinion. Uh, do the fire look tired to you, John Smith? Yes, they do. Um, they need to change. Oh, we got a chance here. Oh, my God. Who did that? Is that Calvo? Oh, my God. It was. I don't mind that pass attempt. It just felt like he hesitated. No, he, he made the right. If he, he had shot that, he, it would have been. A he had the right idea, and I like Calvo's tenacity in those regards. That's one of his positive effects. He does bring some offensive tenacity to his game that you don't always get out of him. You know, Sergey Ramos type. 
but like Sergio Ramos, like super, 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 super light. <laughs> like not even close to Sergio Ramos, but I'm just saying esque, I guess. Yeah, in terms of style. Yeah, it's style. Oh, Kapelhoff. Two, two what different was that? just owned Katai. I think he just kicked Katai in the nuts. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Kapelhoff just said, fuck you to Katai. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. <laughs> Pardon me. He totally did that. I think it just looked like he just, he just cracked him. Katai's like, oh, yeah, well, you got me. Oh man, you missed the chance there. They had a chance idea. Let's do Ooh, this. Barrett could have made that run. I know, right? Yeah, just short They're not there. stepping to the ball. They got to step to the ball. They're getting some opportunity here. This Frank. is better. They're penetrating that the eighteen right now, circling the ball around. I don't. I just like to see them moving the ball. You know. Mm-hmm. Keep it for less than two seconds. Sixty fourth minute. Really putting the pressure. They've lost good the ball. Play, good play. They lost the ball, but okay, uh, real see, good pressure. A, a fine offensive possession. Exactly. Right like, it, it, you got the ball in the box. You, it didn't hit feet, but you're moving now. This I don't is mind that at all. I'd rather lose the ball all the way up here. Katai getting subbed mm-hmm. off, then all the way back there, which is what all the case was last year. Katai getting subbed off. Coelho, Coelho coming on. Also, it's really interesting. We still have not seen Wiki. Make a sub on live TV. We have not, we have not seen Quickie make a sub on live TV. We have now. No, watched we did. We did. He uh-huh. did play. Uh, a few players did change last game. Uh, right at the second half, but we haven't seen like a in during game. I guess uh, I don't know. Like, I guess, what am I gonna say? Uh, during ticking minutes type of sub. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. I got you. I got you. Because yeah, he he took off the goalie or somebody and a few players last game. One or two players. In my opinion right now is not the time to test people's fitness because no. you're risking injury. Somebody got injured long term. Uh, somebody, Paul Ariola is out for like this season. The entire season. He he, ATL. He's done. Not done done, but just that just stinks for US. That's Men's a big team. blow for DC. I actually not. Big blow for US Men's national team too. True, yeah. Not, presumably maybe a, not maybe a big, big blow, but just a blow. That's true, yeah. I forgot about the whole U.S. men's actual team role he plays. Good. I mean, he's just, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's like super relied upon, so to speak, but definitely has a, has a role. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Click it. Oh! Mm. Oh, I thought it was in. Who's winning? Says in. Master Sergeant. No, uh, LA Galaxy is up one nothing. Oh, please tell me that was a lot. Wow, was that close to that? Dude, J- Jack says that? just hit the B button. <laughs> wow, that just missed. honestly he should have flicked it back. That would have been a goal. Oh, that was so close. Very close, Barrick. They need to finish that. Be right back. Hi, everyone. How many people we got on the stream? 19 people watching. Que pasa? I wish my Spanish was remotely good. Another goal? No, no goal. Barrick uh, took a far post shot inches from the post. Excuse me, I don't speak Spanish, so if someone could be translating. Um, that would be fantastic. Who made the first goal? It was um, uh, Sasha Question. How many goals will they score? Uh I would like to think a lot. Who scored? Sasha Question of the Galaxy. The Fire have not scored.
El Mar El Marcador. Where's El Marcador? Someone have a link. If you go to the Chicago Fire website and you're oh, in the region, um, you'll be able to access the game. Uh, 1-0 Gone on the Galaxy. That is true. Gone on the Galaxy. Robert Barrick had a really good opportunity to tie it up a few minutes ago, just wide. Didn't he have a better opportunity earlier in the game? He did. Remember, Rolf Fletcher came out of nowhere to block a wide open goal. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Good save by – yeah, actually, that one was an impressive save by the defender there. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Ooh, is this uh, who I think it is? Come, oh, that's Joe Corona. That's who that is. Joe Corona. What a player to have on your team. Uh, Luciano Martinez. Just a sneaky a good, good Just sneaky yeah. good player. Thoughts on Stojanovic? I know nothing of him. He's a guy who I could actually see succeeding in this league. He's very physical. He's also likes to shoot from outside the 18. And from what I know, he's pretty accurate. Um, hang on here. We got a LA Galaxy. Oh, uh, this is gross. Oh, just wide. Kronholm is looks like he's injured again, potentially. Pull Kronholm off. But yeah, regarding Luca, he's one of those, in my opinion, low risk, high reward signings. He's definitely going to compete for first team for starting eleven minutes. Um, there's speculation that you know he was potentially um, an additional option to Alvaro Madron, who has not been that impressive in camp, mm -hmm. and to be quite honest, hasn't been that impressive in you know, the games that we've watched him in so far. And we've only seen um, this and the other, but he's not really yeah, appeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else has at least made an a, an appearance or something. I mean, the most I've seen Madron is this run that he's making on this guy right now. That's the most I've seen out of Madron. Was his, and I like the hustle, but he was kind of forced to hustle there. Yeah, definitely. You're right. You like the hustle, but just you're expecting this guy to be a bit more of an offense dynamo. Get Cronholm probably needs to come off. Um, I agree. Take him off. Yeah, he needs to get off. That looks like pain. Yeah, that's that's no fun right there. Bring in Sparrow. Oh yeah, bring in Sparrow. I'd like to see him get some more time. Yeah, that collision did not look good. That's what I said. No, he's hurting. It that's did. not good. Your presumed starting goalkeeper gets injured. Yeah, that that was a strong collision. Good point, Jack. Well, he's up. He's sitting up. He doesn't look like he's. He's standing. He's, he's wobbly. Good. We'll get a good view of it here. Great pick apart of the defense. Where the heck's the center backs? Why is Madron our number 10? The farthest back center into Calvo. And Frankowski. Yeah, I'm not too. really sure what happened there. And Frankowski, too. Like, oh, such a horrific breakdown. Oh, he got his butt kicked right there. Hey, staying in. That's a dumb decision. Sub him out. Wiki. Oh. What are you doing? Kitchen? Yep. Joe Corona coming in. Joe Corona. For Perry yeah. Kitchen. For Perry. I, did my brother, my, I don't know, my brother Perry. They have good midfield depth Perry? on that roster. Very good midfield depth on that roster. Joe Corona, Sasha Question, Jonathan Dos Santos, Perry Kitchen. I think my brother might have played with Perry. Really? Mm hmm. He used to play for Hearts. Back in the Chicago Seattle. Magic. Yeah, he's born in Indianapolis. IMG Academy 2007 to 2009, Akron Zips 2010, Chicago Fire, Chicago Fire Premier 2010. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Jeff, yeah, my brother played with him. We would pick him up in FIFA because he was had some good potential for there for a while. 
Chicharito not scoring a goal. He's going to get really annoyed with this league really quickly. I think so. It uh, is the 71st minute, by the way, Garrison. Uh, we, we've been asked, do we think that there will be another goal? I absolutely think there will be another goal. I don't know if it's going to be the Fire or the Galaxy who score it, though. If I had to predict, I think, yeah. the, I think that the Fire are going to score a goal, but I could also see Galaxy score in a second. We'll see. The chances have dried up, though, for the Fire. Uh you know, I mean, in honesty, the fences have uh, have been become more plentiful for the LA Galaxy. Okay, now let's see a counterattack. That's uh, it's pretty gross. That's I don't like those long balls we played. That's that exactly that, that was Ponovich play right there too. Yeah, yeah. Ponovich yellow did it too a little bit. Yeah, yeah, is a great call. Great shout out. It's not. Fun to see. Ooh, Perry nice, I really like Panetta. He just got overwhelmed there. Perry Kitchen had a unique stat in FIFA 12, leader of men. <laughs> wow, he's he was the that. captain at Hearts. Was he so playing that, that long? Gotta look Perry Kitchen up again. Good D by Bornstein that time. What minute is the game? Can you tell us? 73rd. 73rd. Yeah, Randers, Heart of Midlothian, which Midlothian's in Chicago, or just on the south side of Chicago. Uh, DC, not Heart of Midlothian, but Midlothian Country Club. DC sure. United, Chicago Fire Premier. Oh, wow, he played for DC United back then uh, when, when Jack's talking about uh, Randers and Galaxy. Randers. Is that, like, is that like off-brand Rangers? No. Randers is Danish. Danish football team based in Randers. It's kind of crazy to think about. There are five essential players to this roster who aren't even in camp yet. Yeah, that's that. that, that we got asked that question earlier. There's quite a few barracks. It's ridiculous. Barracks. It's crazy. Get off him, Sasha. That was funny. I would have yeah. loved to get Sasha. He probably doesn't fit what they want to do here, but just that would would love to have gotten Sasha question here. Always been. I love. He's a stand up guy. He's a. He's a Perennial a career MLS good solid player. It would have made more sense if he had came when Dax McCarty was here. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're buds. best friends together. Yeah, they're buds. So yeah, that would have made more sense. So darn unlucky. Was that wiki pointing? Is that wiki pointing? No, that's not wiki pointing. Yeah, that's wiki. That's wiki. I don't know if that was wiki pointing, was it? I think that was wiki. You could tell by the hair. I think that good help. I don't, like I don't know yet. I don't know which. I, did, I, I haven't noticed which bench is going. Which Ooh, Sebastian Legette, two in the midfield. Wow, they do have a really good midfield. <sighs> Galaxy got some good players. They Legette, Corona, Kitchen, Dos Santos, question. They lose Zlatan and they somehow have gotten better. Um, but the, as a team, yeah. as a team, they got as better. A team, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zlatan is definitely a force on his own. We should have shot that. That should be a foul. That. that should be a foul. Come on. Is that not a foul? He called it. He called that. that was, come on, ref. And I want to see some snubs. I, Wiki started to piss me off. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Get us some subs. Get some fresh legs out there, especially because you could refresh the entire team right now. It's the mid, It's the preseason. We're not going for a win here. We're going for concepts and these guys are getting starting to get too sloppy oh dude Kronholm's gotta go yeah he's heard dude get him off he took his glove off oh he needs a new one get him off okay finally we're seeing somebody getting subbed in somebody's coming in is it Bobby Shuttleworth yeah it was Bobby 
Oh, dude, dude. Cronholm's out for a while. I just saw it. Cronholm's out. He's not starting the first game. You could guarantee that. Take that to the what bank. Happened? You just watch that replay. Just, just You'll see it on the replay. I, I just missed the replay. Uh, his lateral movement went to crap. Uh, Bobby Shuttleworth coming in, you called it. Um, he could not pivot. He, when he pivoted on his ankle, it just... And he just, you could see the pain erupt on him. He's going to need uh, a few, maybe two, three weeks to recover from that. So, Bobby Shuttleworth, your starting goalkeeper. I think we just lost Cronholm, which is to me not really the hugest loss. Any one of these keepers are pretty much all the same Cronholm, Shuttleworth, uh, Sparrow. Sparrow's got potential. Wiki talking to him. The goalkeeping coach right there, that bald guy mm, from Portland. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, he's a good coach. Elliot Collier mm-hmm. is not playing today as he's traveling back to New Zealand to finalize his green card process, courtesy of Guillermo Rivera at FireConf on Twitter. Always a great follow. Writes for the Athletic. We've had him on the show a few times. Hopefully, we'll get him on in the future. That will free up an international slot. Patrick McCraney of the Hot Time confirms that will free up an international slot, which means the Fire are now free to fill the final DP slot with Gaston, 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 Gaston. I, I don't know Gaston, why I just Gaston, broke out of the song there. By the way, I just felt the need to do that. I'm gonna, I'm, uh, we could add Gaston will be the best six in the league, and I I told your viewers that earlier, and I will say it again. He will be the best. CDM in MLS. No one's slick as Gaston. No one's quick as Gaston. No one's <laughs> neck as incredibly thick as Gaston's. For there's no man in town half as manly. Perfect, a pure paragon. You can ask Tom, any Tom, Dick, or Stanley, and they'll tell you whose team they prefer to be on. There's no one. There's no one been like Gaston. A kingpin like Gaston. No one's got a swell cleft on his chin like Gaston. As a specimen, yes, I'm intimidating. My, what a guy, that Gaston. Oh, who's sending in? Oh, that's for the Galaxy. Never mind. I don't care. In Sua and Orojo. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. <laughs> the song and dance. At what minute is the game? We are in the 76th, uh, 78th minute. Good correction. Uh, we're seeing some subs on the LA Galaxy side. Not enough subs on the Chicago Fire side. Bobby Shuttleworth was the lone sub for the Chicago Fire, pulling off an injured goalkeeper in uh, Kronholm, Kenneth Kronholm, U.S. player, U.S. and German, dual international. Collier getting his green card now, says John Smith. Yes. Uh, Feliciano asking, what did I miss? I looked away past. I looked away the past minute. Not much. Not much. Maybe a sub or two. Jack Zalski says, get him off. I'm not sure I'm not sure who you're referring to. You're referring to uh, Kenny. To Kenny? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he clapped. Jack clapped. Uh John Smith, man, the first game is not gonna be good unless the fire somehow score like three goals in the first half. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to the you were here for the first part of the broadcast, John. You heard uh Sam Stexel and Paul Tenorio just picking apart this team and just and these guys are some of the best. 
writers in MLS, the best analysts, some of the best pundits. And they're also both Chicago guys to a certain degree. Sam Stexel, of course, coming from Chicago, Chicago native. And Paul Tenoro having a significant history in Chicago, working for Chicago Fire for a while. So he's petrified. They've both been on uh, both guests of the show, too. But we've had them on the podcast before. Uh, check out their show. It's fantastic. But it just hearing their input on that, it, to me, it's really concerning because they're not saying that without reason. And also, they weren't dishonest last year. They Ooh. Both of Ooh. them were not nearly this honest last year in their assessments of the fire. Uh, maybe they couldn't be. Maybe they were both working for MLS back at the time. They both moved on to the athletics since then. So maybe that's somewhat impacted their ability to be a bit more honest in their assessments. But at the same time, glad they're saying something. And hopefully we I – don't, I don't even know. I mean, they're, they're saying there's not much to hope for. But, but we're in a wait and see here. I don't listen to anyone. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Calvo. Dude, I like Calvo. Uh, Calvo, nice play there. Uh, Somebody missed. I don't know who missed it. it A bad touch by Herbers. Was it Herbers? Oh, yeah. Herbers, you were the one I predicted the score. Master Sergeant (laughs) saying soccer. Soccer ball, which might mean a goal is coming up. I don't know. Uh oh, two soccer balls. I mean, two goals are coming up in (laughs) in the same minute. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Hold on. I missed some stuff here. it says the broadcast is not in your area. Sorry about that, Master Sergeant. Yeah, it must be the case. They opened it up too wide, so you must be surprisingly outside that area. But Chicago Fire fans, LA Galaxy fans, span the world, so they sh- they should be surprised. I saw somebody tweet this out saying, "What the heck is the point of this geo block, especially for preseason games? It makes no sense. It's, it's, rid- it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Score is still one zero, by the way, Daniel." Yep. Sanchez. Master Sergeant, I know you're looking you're clicking that soccer ball, but no goal. It's still one nothing. 81st minute. Cronholm, I think, is okay. This is an interesting comment from Logan. Well, let's hear him out. Cronholm, I think, is extremely underrated. Had a better 2019 save percentage than top quality keepers like Blake, Melia, uh, Howard, Robles, and more. Uh during the end of the season, he definitely was coming into a bit of his, of his own, but to me, I yeah, it, the first impression, I, I was not a fan. Second impression, I was not a fan. I was not a fan of Crown Home. Still not a fan of Crown Home. I, I don't think he's that good. I think he's replaceable. Uh, but, you know, if they've ran the competition and they think he's the best goalkeeper in camp, they're seeing a lot more soccer out of all those goalkeepers than we are. And, and so maybe he is the best goalie on the Chicago Fire. Is he the best goalie in the league? He's not. He's definitely not the best goalie in the league. That award probably still right now goes to Bill Hamid, but I or Brad Guzan, but I think it's going to be Vermeer or uh, Pedro Gallis, the oh, Orlando's new keeper. <sighs> Fire are bad at defense. Yeah, that was pretty bad. And and it was funny under Ponovich, they're bad at defense. They were bad at offense. Um, but also undersized on defense. That's a major issue. Horrifically undersized. We're seeing a sub here, by the way. Horrifically undersized in defense. Ooh, Both center backs yeah. uh, basically under six foot, which is not the usual thing you see at center back positions. Herbers coming out. Ariza. Ariza coming in. I, I could, Yeah, I see. Ariza <laughs> coming in. He Herber, was like, wait, 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 wait. So they're putting in an attacking winger. Or they're putting a CDM. They pulled the attacking in. mid, and they they pulled the attacking mid, and they put in a far more defensive mid. Uh, Pineda's still in there, so it's like that's doubling down on a bit of the defensiveness. Um, 
a a weird play. Yeah, I'm <laughs> okay. I don't really know. And in the preseason, of course, they could use all their subs. They could use the entire bench here. They don't. They're not restricted to three. I personally, uh, I think that that should be the change. The next big change coming to soccer. I think as a coach, you should be able to use all the subs you have on your bench. Uh, you know, maybe it's max of seven, maybe it's a max of nine. You should be able to use all of them. Uh, we had Peter Nowak on the contest, who's who's actually UEFA licensed coach. He could coach in Champions League. Uh, over in Europe, he's just he's got that like he's got the highest level of soccer coaching in land. He disputed this notion. He did not like the idea. He said, you know, uh, that just changes too much. The the plan goes out the window when you put that many subs in. And my argument is like, yeah, that's that's the risk you got to take. Uh, of uh, and not every coach is going to take that risk and make that risk. So maybe cool. one coach uses three subs. Maybe one coach uses all nine. And maybe the coach who uses all nine wins the game because he puts out fresher players. Maybe the coach who puts out all nine loses the game because some of his uh, tactics are lost in translation, which was what Peter Noack's thought was. Now, we had Lavelle Palmer, another X-Fire player on the show. You guys are going to love this. Uh, but the uh, you guys are going to love this. We got a goal coming up. And it's from, and it's from our Mike, defensive sub. Wiki looks like a genius right there now. Uh, Ariza, Ariza. Let's go. Why am I getting so excited about preseason? Time to just tweet goal with so many L's. Huge. Nice goal by Ariza. He might be offside uh, in actuality. He might be offside. I'm going to have to see this again. One more. He's totally offside. Yep, he's totally offside. So if this is a VIR game, which I don't know it is. It's probably not. uh, But MLS actual games will be VAR games, VAR games. Preseason games probably not important enough. All right, we'll get a really good look here. Let's watch. No, he he's totally Let's off. See when when Barrick touches. Yeah, he's complete. Now, here's the crazy thing about the rule: if Barrick did not touch that, then it's onside. And the and, and instead, an LA Galaxy yeah. defender touches that to Azira. It's a good goal. I love that change of the rule. I think that's another good change. Yeah, that's an excellent change of the rule. I, you couldn't really tell. Well, obviously they're counting it, but they you can't tell. It. Barrett touched it or not. Score is one to one. So our prediction for that second goal, there it is. Boom. Azira, uh, right. Ariza or Azira with a center defensive mid by trade scores. The that was goal. literally his first touch of the game too. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, goal says Jack. Josh is saying yes. And ooh, he might be off. Yeah, he was offside for sure, Jack. He was offside. Who cares? For goal's sure. a goal. Who no cares? One, no no goal's a goal. Anything. Who scored for LA Galaxy? Uh, do you remember who scored Sasha for? Question. Sasha Question. Sasha Question. Sasha Question scored. Trolling. Esther um, Sargent saying goal. Oh, he is so offside. <laughs> Barrett, <laughs> I, yeah, Barrett definitely touched that too. Uh, Feliciano has this uh, comment. I can't believe Grant Lillard was told to mark Ibrahimovic and got scored on, and that was the end of his homegrown career. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That was the you got scored out by Abrahamovic and never trusted again by Ponovich. What the heck? That's That's a good point. He's got scored out by a top fifteen striker in the world on his day, and he sat the rest of his. Oh, it's, it just ruins oh, his career. Okay, Chicharito just Chicharito denied. Kel- what? What just happened? No, Kel- Calvo slid and he used his full hand. Dude, Calvo's got some Suarez in him. Calvo has, yes, yeah. he's got the, he's got some Suarez in him for watch sure. This, watch this. Look at Calvo's full Look at off Dude, Kapilov should have been called for a PK. There should be a PK at, for Chicharito, first of all. Dude, Kapilov's pulling Chicharito. 
he's holding on to the entire time, this should be a PK. Uh, Calvo is a, a borderline genius. He's a borderline soccer genius. Yeah, he's a guy. <laughs> Calvo has some sort of – there's some sort of skill for Calvo and FIFA. I got to look it up. There's Whatever he's got – flair, maybe that's what it is. It, Calvo has something. I like Calvo. Yeah. He's, he's just a – He's growing ooh, on me. Just kick their goalie. Just kick their goalie. Get a red card? What's going on here? He just kicked Bobby as Bobby picked the ball up. I'm playing FIFA 20 right now in LA Galaxy, and I'm losing two to one. Uh, I'm looking up Francisco Calvo. He's only 26, five foot eleven though. Both of our center backs are five foot eleven. Uh, does Calvo have any skill? Uh, not any skill, but any interesting traits? I don't see any traits. No, he should. He should have some sort of trait. I don't know if it's flair. He has some sort of – he should have some sort of trait. Ooh, good find. Ooh, oh, almost a good find. Never mind. I'm getting overhyped. 88th minute, one-to-one. One. LA Galaxy and the Chicago Fire are tied here at the LA Galaxy Stadium. Eddie Mara's asking what happened, who scored. Um, it was a Riza or Azira. It's one of the two for the Chicago Fire. Azira. Yeah, tying, tying it up. Dude, Sasha Klesch is just such a good American soccer player. Yeah, maybe you don't need him, you know, on the American national team, but just what a good soccer player. A good soccer mind. Uh, the ref. This ref. LOL. <laughs> yeah. It's a preseason game. Yeah, this is getting a little out of hand. Preseason game. Point. It's preseason for the ref, too. <laughs> LA Galaxy with a decent looking attack here. Not a great looking shot, but a decent looking attack. Who scored for LA? Asked Eddie SB. It was uh, Sasha. Mr. Sasha question. The Fire have pulled their goalie. They've changed goalies since then. Uh, Cronholm took an injury and on has come to, 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 to Shuttleworth, Bobby Shuttleworth. That was an awful shot. All right, we're in the final minute here. It's been a really even game. You know, for this game to end one-to-one, -one, I think that's a fair result for both teams, really. Not, neither team really did enough to me for me uh, to really differentiate themselves. Put it over the top. But, you know, it's, they're both trying out things. Logan from out saying, uh, going back to the Kronholm thing, Kronholm's style of play wasn't a perfect fit. To begin with, hence the rough start. But once he adjusted to the team later in the season, he looked very good. I think that's a good. That's a good point, uh, Logan. He definitely had to adjust to the style uh, of of Podovich, whatever he was playing week to week. Madron, oh, Herbers. I pray. Oh, I thought that was Barrick. I thought it was Oh, it's Barrick. You're no Nico. <laughs> that was a tough angle. Uh, a real tough angle. Uh, so LA Galaxy scored the winner. Uh, I believe last week the Chicago Fire were sporting the purple and green jerseys. Now it's the LA Galaxy's turn, sporting the purple and green jerseys. I it's that classic Adidas template. I kind of like. The the same. I call it. I call those grapevine jerseys right now. I just invented or wine jerseys. 
I like them. I like them. as a goalie. I, I like it. I I like purple. I think purple is just a nice royal color. Of course, it's color of royalty, but just a good looking color. Purple and green together, like it's a colorblind man's nightmare, though. That's for sure. So close. <laughs> colorblind nightmare. Yeah, as as in me. Oh, you got you. Did I tell you about Fortnite and having the colorblindish things? Yeah, yeah. You told me about that. That's so awesome. Yeah, colorblind yeah. I just thought that was so so great of, of them to do that. To make that accessible. Oh, nice back heel. And there's other stuff like that. Xbox has like their, uh, they have like, they have a controller that they have for uh, that all sorts of people who have uh, disabilities can use. It's like a big, they use this not just for Xbox, but they use this for like computers and stuff. Microsoft designed this and really cool. They made all of the code for it free to access basically to uh, uh and they made the cool. uh the patent uh they put it out there as open source so people everybody could go in to grab this technology to help um disabled people learn play video games and and operate computers and all sorts of stuff really really cool that's awesome are you guys fire fans we're huge fire fans <laughs> we're not galaxy fans. Uh, yeah yeah we <laughs> You'll be there's in Houston, been a lot said- of galaxy guys in the stream it's kind of interesting how they found it oh i got it Posted as you know, Chicago Fire vs. Galaxy or some stuff like that. Chicago Fire vs. LA Galaxy watch along. Oh yeah, but we are uh, <laughs> we are yeah, fire fans. <laughs> but we're you know, but we're also soccer fans. So you know, I mean, and we're homers to a certain degree, but also if I, I I we honor our opponents. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't like oh! shoot on you because you might like this. It's not gonna be great, but you might like it. They just called the game. It's game. Oh yeah, but it's a nice little shot to end it. It was exciting. Yeah, that Panetta was just looking for the game stream. Ended up well. Welcome to the stream. All right, welcome to the stream, guys. So smash that like button. Always appreciate that. Let us know we uh, did a decent job. Hopefully, you know, doing this. This is new to us. We're doing this uh, watch along with you guys. It's really fun. Enjoy interacting with the live chat. Everybody in the live chat, thanks for joining us. LA Galaxy did not win, Master Sergeant. It is one to one, and it's a preseason game. So it really doesn't ultimately matter. Everybody's just really trying to get their tactics under under their uh, under their hat. They're trying to get their fitness about. Really good, uh, dirty goal there from LA Galaxy to score. A great mm-hmm. the the chance they created was quality. I'm not saying that, but the the goal itself was dirty. Just a failure on defense for the Chicago Fire and a capitalization by Sasha Question. Um, Kronholm pulls up injured. Uh, the Fire come back with a totally offside goal. That should be <laughs> it was totally offside, but uh, a nice shot nonetheless. Fire should have already had it, maybe been in the lead, arguably. Were you guys at all sad that Katai left? I personally was. I'm not. It's not that we're sad. You know, these things happen, of course. But I think that was it was a big loss. I think it was a big loss uh, to lose. Uh, Katai. I would have. Really liked him back if he wasn't a DP, like the the role he plays with the Galaxy. Right he, he's now. an instant starter on this team, but it, but now mm-hmm. because he's gone, you you get a guy like Aliceda to go into that same spot. If Katai's here, you don't go get Aliceda. You maybe go get somebody else. So it it changes the math here significantly. If uh, Katai is here, his ta- I think Nate sums it up brilliantly. His talent will be missed. His attitude, not so much. Great comment there, Nate. I agree. Yep. 
but because that is the one knock on him. It was his attitude during the game. You know, sometimes when he's in a game and it's a high profile game, Katai is dangerous. He's a, he's got Zlatan type. Oh, I'm going to kill you in this game and I'll make you embarrassed. But if it's not a high profile game, he might loaf a little bit. He's not that great. At, he's actually good at defense. He's good at defense when he wants to be, but the thing he doesn't want to be, he wants to be good at offense and he wants to let you know that like he, he's, he's going to not run as much on defense. He won't put in as much work. You have any other thoughts on Katai? You know, in terms of raw skill, he is one of the most skilled players in the league. Uh, in terms of being a team player, he's not one of the best players in the league. If he could adapt and learn when it's appropriate to take 10 guys on versus pass the ball, he would be a top five or top 10 winger in the league. Oh, no, you know, dude, he's um, a top five winger in the league for sure. I'm saying, but you, but maybe you're saying he could be top three. He's top, he's top five for sure, dude. There's not many. You think so? Like, dude, there's, okay, in, a, in the conference, uh, in the league, he's a top 10 winger. Um, yeah, in the conference, I'd agree with that. In the conference, in, in, he's in, top five. Him, Pavone, you know, Valeri, uh, Albert Ellis is certainly up there. He's better. Uh, He's better. Carlos Vela. Vela is obviously there. Vela's way better. It's it's pretty competitive, but yeah, like in terms of raw skill, he's one of the best, no doubt about it. He's absolutely a, but, uh, but like we said, the work ethic. Though he's not a great exactly. team player. Uh, work ethic seems to be questionable. Yeah. was a solid player for us. I absolutely agree. He was a solid player for us. But the, the other thing is that his uh, defensive weaknesses have uh, opened up problems for the fire based upon what Ponovich wanted to play. Uh, mm-hmm. So he didn't match up with what Ponovich wanted to do, basically. Uh, now, glowing praise is, comes from coach Peter Nowak, won the MLS. He says that Katai was one of the top five players in the league in his assessment. And that's coming from coach Nowak. But maybe he was... Being a bit blustery there, but but yeah, still, unfortunately, I, I can't agree with uh, Mr. Nowak on that notion. <laughs> Not uh, what's, quite there. What system do you guys play on? Uh, it still it seems to be a wait and see. I was not paying attention to system at all here, uh, or to formation. But it seems four through three has been the major formation. The system seems to be uh, outside wing overload play. Mm-hmm. And using and and not just outside wings overload, but the central mids using those guys to help overload too. I saw Georgie Herbers, uh, Madron making runs to the outside wings to help build on those overlaps. So yeah, I think that's what we kind of we saw. It was a lot of also long ball switches across the whole you know width of the pitch. A lot of yeah, wing, there were winger play. Yeah, it was a, a lot of that. It was good to see. It's a we had some good. Possession. The final score is one-one for anyone who's not aware of that. For you, Ignacio, um, it was a fun game. It's refreshing it to see. Game. It's refreshing to see in comparison to the last game. There's a lot more soccer playing here. There's a lot more actual cleaner soccer here. It's still rough. Yeah. It's still preseason. Still not even there. I mean, we were watching. I was watching championship in Syria earlier. Way more cleaner. Way more, oh, uh, sure. way more crispness to their passes. More, I'd, they knew where everybody was. I mean, they're in the they're at the end of their season. They're nearing the end of their season. Meanwhile, these guys are just starting. A uh, couple questions in Chicago, guys. Everybody in the live chat, we're gonna be shutting down here soon. Soon, uh, so smash that like button. Sh- uh, subscribe for more spitting fire, uh, and ask us your final questions in the comments. And put your comments out there on the game. Uh, Eddie asking, is Chicago more scared of LAFC or LA Galaxy this season? That's the real question. Uh, you want to start it? 
I'm, you know, I wouldn't say I'm scared. I don't think that's the right word. Um, but if I had to pick, you know, LAFC is the best team in the league. I don't think the Galaxy have done much to improve themselves in the respective. I don't think Chicharito is going to be Zlatan level. So in terms of raw attack, I think Pavone is going to have a fantastic season. I think he's going to be a top three winger in the league by the end of it all, if he's not already. Um, I just uh, Their attack, I feel, is downgraded slightly. And I think LAFC, they signed two or three more guys that are going to compete for playing time in that attack. And it's way too stacked, and they still have the best player in the league. Um, so I LAFC, but I wouldn't use the word scared. If I wanted to play one of them, it would be LA Galaxy. I mean, Absolutely. If I had to pick one of the two to play for a playoff game to move on, I'm trying to play the Galaxy. I think that they're the worst yeah. team overall. They're worst coached. Uh, but the the difference is it's not that much. They're better coached than the Chicago Fire at the moment, only because he's had more time there. Uh, but the, the Galaxy have rounded out the roster a bit more than they had during Zlatan. So it's really unfortunate because if they had Zlatan on this roster, holy cow, they might, they would be mm-hmm. the best team in the league. LA Galaxy would Maybe. be, would, no, they would be, they would be the best team in the league if they had this team plus Zlatan. Uh, but losing Zlatan is just such a huge loss. Uh, that's just so huge. At me, the LAFC, best team in the league. You said it. Best coach in the league, best team in the league. Uh, fantastic. Really like to see what I saw. I uh, saw some interesting comments, though, from one Jermaine Jones. He had, it was recently covered by Grant Wall of the Sports Illustrated, so I'd have to check that guy's out if you guys want, if you're interested in that. But he was just talking about Bruce Arena being possibly the worst coach he's ever had, even though he's like the number one American coach. And he, I, I did see that, and I thought that was a really interesting comment. Because that was interesting. If, if they made – correct me if I'm wrong. Wait, no, never mind. I'm getting my team screwed up. Never mind. Disregard what I was going to say. All right, well, I'll take over then. And then there was, and then he also said, you know, isn't it interesting how, like, you know, some of these people who are not really connected to soccer, but are like the sons of like maybe good coaches, like Bruce Inner's son, he's not really that great of a soccer coach, but he gets a job. Meanwhile, there's like people who are actually good soccer coaches who are not getting jobs and they're getting passed over. He's just pointing out some of this hypocrisy and this nepotism that's, you know, goes on in the world, which makes sense. Which certainly makes sense. But uh, mm-hmm. I highly suggest checking that out from Grant Wall covering Jermaine Jones. Oh, Could have came to the fire. He, he almost came to the fire, um, which would have been great. Yeah, yeah, but that was, you know, one of our many failed transfer sagas that we've had in recent years. Ignacio Parra asking the score of the game. Nate clarifying it was one to one final score. Chicago Fire one, LA Galaxy one. A goal scorers were Sasha Question and Azira for the Chicago Fire. Um, LAFC is the best team in the league, so I would say them. I agree with you, John. So so does Matt. Um, Master Sergeant saying, "Who's ready for MLS this year?" We are. I am. Yeah, we are. I've been watching some EPL. Uh, obviously, I watched a little championship in uh, Syria. I'm, I'm so excited for Fire to get going here. Even though, we, as we heard earlier in the, earlier in the podcast, they might not be that great. So, how will Barrett okay. fill out? Barrett, uh, waiting for him to warm up, or I hope we can get a better CB. As mentioned earlier, yeah, we've mentioned that. Love Kapelhoff, but he's not good enough or not in form. He's he's not good enough, and he's not in form. So it's a double whammy. <laughs> It's uh, unfortunate because, you know, he was an all-star two years ago, three years ago, two yeah. years ago, however, 2017. And he fell off at some point. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened, but he fell off. He fell off. Yep. 
John Smith, have been there any big name players like Basti, Kaka, uh, Villa, Villa that has been played for more than one MLS team? Uh, does Bradley White Phillips count? <laughs> no, he's not as high profile. No. I mean, Didier Drogba played for the Impact and then Phoenix. And, and then for USL. MLS. Yeah, down yeah, in USL. But that's for the first thing, first name that comes to my mind. Uh, I, can't, I don't. You know, go on. No, I can't think of anyone else. I don't uh, know if you have one. Uh, I mean, maybe more American-based players. Uh, maybe made some Sasha question. Yeah, maybe that type. Uh, this is a great question, though, right here by Nate. How long until we can fully judge Wiki as a coach? Well, you know what? We could. It, it's already started. We have to start judging Wiki as a coach now. And we and people will say, "Oh, withhold your judgment." No, 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 no. The judging process starts now. It started with preseason and making the decisions that we're seeing and the reasons behind those decisions. But it is a coalescing effect that adds up. And it's you don't you don't just take the game one, oh, that's the final that's the final output on Wiki. You gotta take it in the season. I we have to give them the season or at least half a season, maybe 10 to 15 games. Um we have to give them that, but at the same time, the assessment is always ongoing. The and the feedback that you're getting from that assessment is always ongoing. Uh, think about it this way: there's the summative, and then there's the formative assessment. The the you, your final end result, which is the summative, at the end result, oh, how many points we got? Yeah, there's that. Then there's the formative assessment, which we're putting together in the first early days of uh, of the of these couple games here. What are we seeing as far as offensive chances created? What are we seeing as far as offensive chances created for the other team? Right now, we're seeing the fire create some offensive chances and looking offensively decent, at least early days. Defensively, we're not seeing that right now. And that's just, you know, a couple of preseason games in, and we're one week out from the season beginning. I also, as important as it is to obviously start to really understand Wiki and, and judge him based off what we have now, I cannot, and I think, you know, the fire fan base as a whole cannot fully judge wiki's play style and how good of a coach he is until he has his full team correct um you know we've talked about this several times throughout the stream how and you need more of a least... season too of results to exactly. kind of judge that with hence the summative maybe the final point score exactly we got to yeah, use yeah, the yeah, season sure. to, to really judge him but of course the assessment is still constantly ongoing sorry to interrupt sure yeah no you're perfectly fine there's still five to seven guys that the fire need to actually feel the competitive roster and you know, we might have some bad results as a result of that at the beginning of the year. Is it on Wiki? Not necessarily. It's, you know, on, to be quite honest, it's probably on the ownership who decided to keep Velco so long. 1,000%. And then fire him, yeah. It's not um, even on George Heights. It's not. They These guys oh, got yeah, put yeah. into an untenable situation like we were listening yeah. to. And that's why I think, you know, they have a really big, probably they by far and away this season, you know, outside of the expansion teams have the hardest job um, in building a roster in, in, in the league and kudos to them. You know, they, they're doing what they can right now. They were going into week one with a, a what resembles a roster with some decently talented players on it. I, I would say, you know, you can't be crazy optimistic, but I also think it's okay to have a little bit of hope knowing what we have coming. Absolutely. Alisada's incoming. Jimenez incoming. And these players uh, seem to have some quality about them, at least, and some flair. Yeah. Uh, sure. Got a couple questions here. Who uh, Eddie asking, who are you guys most excited to play against? Most excited two teams you're uh, playing, you want to play against? 
that's a great question. I, I would have said um, whoever had Wayne Rooney, but Wayne Rooney has since left. So because of that, I'll probably say LAFC. I'm going to put some oddballs out there for you. I, okay? I like it. Go for it. Um, FC Cincinnati. Yeah. I would love to crush them. I would also love to crush them. First of all, I want to beat them because we haven't beat them yet, and their fans trash talk me. They did. They um, but I also us. think their new look attack is really interesting, um, and I'm kind of curious to see how that works out. Plus, like I said, I just want to beat them. And along with them, um, just to throw another oddball out there, that this Houston team is also going to be really interesting. Um, you know, they got Darwin Quintero, Christian Ramirez, Albert Ellis, Mar- uh, Manotas, and – a couple other guys that are really good, and I'm just curious to see how they go too. Some sporadic teams. Obviously, everyone's excited to see like Joseph Martinez come to Soldier Field yep. and 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 Carlos Vela and Chicha. Um, but those are just some low key teams to be on the lookout for. For me, Seattle and LAFC. Mm-hmm. Sure, good answers. Seattle for sure. Toronto. Oh my god, I would love for us to beat Toronto. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Uh, Atlanta, we play twice. Toronto, I see it here. DC United <laughs> would be fun win. Oh, yeah. Portland. Minnesota, oh, man. too. Oh, I'm love. To Minnesota away this year. That'd be a good away match. Yes, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Nashville, uh, Sporting KC, Columbus. A lot, game, a lot of good games to look forward to. Uh oh, somebody sees a dog. Somebody sees puppy. Um, so that's, yeah, who we're excited to play against. I asked because what's the chance we get Vila or Chicharito later? Is that – oh, oh, so I see what you're saying. So maybe the thought that maybe Vila or Chicharito comes to Chicago later, that's certainly nope. – that might be a possibility for Chicharito. I don't see that happening yeah, with Vila. Really. I yeah, don't see that happening no with Vila. If uh, anything, he goes back to Europe. Whoa, so Nate says the opposite. More likely Vila than Cheech, though very likely for – now, I think that's – opposite i think the vila is more likely to go back to europe than chicharito i think chicharito's done yeah. european dreams done it, he's yep. more likely to go to chicago and then maybe club america or something like that or chivas yeah chivas guadalajara For sure um and you know like that go back to the origin uh vila i don't think but but now maybe what nate's saying is vila might have more long-term talent and hence might get grabbed by like a miami or a new york I can see that too. That's a good point. So I, I, I see the trajectory of Vila much longer than, than Chicharito. Of course, Chicharito is older. Eddie asking, yeah. I thought, uh, Eddie saying, I thought the fire was going to sign a big Mexican star. All of us did. We all did. And we all think they made a mistake in not doing so. And all the pundits think they made a mistake. Oh, so many of the fans think they made a mistake, but the people who run the front office have to, have to believe in themselves that they're not making a mistake. So we could see we angels. On. We'll, we'll, we could see angels in the outfield if we want to. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, we tried through conflicts, uh, though conflicts with the front office between Heights and Joe made some deals fall through. Whoa. Also the recent club history made some players not want to come. Would you want to play for this expansion team? Uh, there's quite a few problems with playing in Chicago. Yeah. They, they don't have a great infrastructure. They don't have great facilities. They really are an embarrassment to the league because they should not ha- have those dearths of qualities in those spots. And Chicago is such an awesome place. Awesome city to be in outside of LA and outside of Chicago or outside of New York, just such a fun, you know, lifestyle and, and that you could get here. 
it for uh, for all sorts of types for the bachelor schweinsteiger types who are maybe looking to settle down have some good schooling and good education have a lake nearby or for the people who want to go party out some of these Lincoln park bars and all kind of crap like that right mm-hmm. so like there's something for everyone um team that Best did city in the world a uh, team that, uh, for an expansion team that did poor the last decade. Exactly. They just have a history of doing boot and poor. But, you know, to be part of a history that changes it, changes the culture, that's huge. Look at what Rizzo and Chris Bryant did for the Chicago Cubs. I mean, just on the flip side, those guys are going to be heroes forever here. Well, since Kenny is injured, let's get Ochoa. <laughs> John, Ochoa's not coming. Ochoa is not happening. I say expansion because yeah. of the teardown rebuild this year, of course. And also, you, you you say expansion, but we we played audio earlier from Stan Sexel and from Paul Tenorio on uh on the on, on their awesome podcast. I want to look it back up. Just a total soccer show. Uh, that's not just them. They have a couple other people there too. Taylor t- Taylor Rockwell amongst others. Uh, but fantastic soccer show. They were saying that yeah, they they had an expansion type feel to them this year. They got introduced with mm-hmm. so many lacking roster spots uh nate says i see a dog yes you do you see my puppy uh don't sleep on sporting kansas city we don't uh we really hope success for sporting kansas city i like their coach i want vermies to have success got nothing against them at all nothing against them whatsoever exactly uh nate saying that's what i was meaning uh i dig the new logo though says eddie okay eddie <laughs> okay you can Everybody, yeah, absolutely. Okay, can. Yeah, every you got your opinion. I got mine. I do not like it, but that, but that's the thing. It's totally cool that you like it. If you, if, if you, it's it, America. It's hell. Heck yes, that's exactly. <laughs> heck yes. Welcome to America. Well, since Kenny is injured, yes, let's sir. get Memo Ochoa. Oh, that's what you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me show you the door on that one, Eddie. Uh, hey, be nice to Eddie. Oh, Nate, Nate saying that about the logo on Eddie's comment saying yeah, 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 logo. Yeah. But LA, Eddie's an LA Galaxy fan, of course. The the it was designed in like LA or New York. It wasn't designed in Chicago. We could feel it. We know these things. Oh, uh, Eddie, you have a lot to learn. Master Sergeant saying John Smith, LOL. John Smith throwing out a sad face. Jack throwing out a consternation face. Uh, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're gonna start shutting it down here. Men in Red 97, thanks for joining us, man. It was awesome having you. Any final comments, any final assessments you want to throw out there? You know, I was pretty impressed with the gameplay. Uh, it's definitely nice to see some attacking football, something we didn't see a lot of uh, last year. Hopefully that continues, and hopefully we can put the ball in the back of the net. I got to say, dude, thanks for joining me on these live streams. Uh, this has been this fun. This is great. I love these. These are so much fun. Dude, these are so I, – I, I, we didn't – we've toyed around with this idea last year. We just ultimately didn't have the time or the ability we, – we have the ability to do it. just didn't have the time. But this is so much fun. <laughs> That's great, for sure. Let's go. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Everybody who's watching us live or listening to this after the fact, we're always available on all sorts of podcast stuff. Check out Anchor, Google Play. We're under Spitting Fire YT. Check out uh, Men in Red 97 at Men in Red 97 on Twitter. I'll have his details in the information here. Always a great follow on Twitter. Uh, always has some awesome, cool Chicago Fire hints and news. Uh, do you want to drop any hints? Uh, you already said Jimenez. He's coming. Uh, yeah, I won't drop any hints, but I will say uh, we're 90 followers away from 1K. And as soon as we hit that 1K, I'm going to be doing a really, really big giveaway. So be sure to go drop that follow right now and tell anyone who else might be interested because it's going to be awesome. Follow Men in Red 97. Get on that. Yes, uh, my little brother asking, Jay Gry, our other soccer host, when is Chicago Fire going to extend you a contract for all the content you put, put out? I don't know, Jeffrey, but they should definitely all- – <laughs> 
we do what I mean, we can. We do this out of the, our love for soccer and, and for love for Chicago soccer, really. Yes, sir. But it would be nice if they threw us a bone, maybe an interview, get a, get us a player. It'd be fun. It's, you know, that's that's free. <laughs> hey, I could get Brad to go on one of these if you want to. Brad? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Our buddies uh, Matt, uh, Moot, and uh, Chris. Uh, sorry, and Kyle, and all those guys are all, they're all buddies with him too. But, but always down for podcasts. But typically, you gotta go. So actually, typically though, you have to go through the club to get those. Like you have to ask the club for permission. They have to give permission for an active player to be able to do that. They would never give me permission. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've been hearing some news. Alex Moni, is it Monis or Moni? Uh, Monis. Monis. I want to say Moni yeah. just because I, I I I French. I guess I Francophile it a little bit. But it, uh, Alex Monis. Looks like he might be getting a contract this year. What's going on? Yeah, there's uh, – I, I mean, I don't really know. There's been some rumors that there's a couple of homegrown contracts out there for the taking uh, with some of the guys from camp. And, you know, wouldn't be surprised if Monus is one of them. Casas is also good. Got a few other guys in the fold there. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a real possibility. Both – everyone's – you know, all the academy guys in camp right now are crazy talented. Um and obviously, I hope it goes to my my friend. Uh, but we'll see. We'll that, see what happens. That'd be awesome. I'm going to read yeah. off these final comments here, and we will shut it down. Um, uh, claps from Jack. Jack, thanks for uh, the heads up on the audio, too. Seems like we cleared that up. Much appreciated. Worth watching the show. It's a good buddy of mine, Jack. Uh, Master Sergeant, uh, have a great day, boys. Oh, sad boys over uh, – they've been doing a little podcast. That's Jiggly. He's, he's off-branched, and he's been doing the sad boys. Uh, props to them. Uh, ha, ha! Good luck to you guys this season, and please beat LAFC. We will. We'll do whatever we can. Uh, thanks for we stopping by, uh, everybody from LA. Uh, th- thanks for stopping by, everybody from Chicago and yeah. everywhere else in the world. Thanks for stopping by and following us. Uh, night. I thanks, guess. guys. Thanks, John. Uh, it's not my flooring cross I grew up with, though I don't mind the change. Says Nate. Just not what Fair it enough. is. Thank you, guys. Says Nate. I follow you both with notifications. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I'm honored. I'm uh, honored, Nate. Honored. Uh, I might tweet too much. Sorry, man. If I pull you up a few times, <laughs> there's some days you just get inspired, though, right? Hey, if you tweet too much, I tweet way too much. I'm tweeting every five minutes. Yeah, it's dude, That's the thing. Tweet, dude. I, I, if you just want, if you could spread to me, talk with me just a minute here. To me, tweeting is one of the uh, the Twitter is one of the greatest tools in the 21st century. It's what's put me into contact with Peter Nowak. It's what's put me into contact with Peter Wilt. It's what's put me into contact with people who otherwise I would not be able to otherwise rub shoulders with based on my connections with the soccer community. Increased oh, my soccer connections. It's increased my connections with the soccer community. It basically allowed me to bring the type of content that I can to you guys. It's been incredible what Twitter has empowered me to do. Uh, I don't know how yep. you feel about it. No, I feel the same exact way. I like it more than Facebook. <laughs> more than Facebook. Way more than Facebook. Facebook, you know, everybody's like you doing your thing. And Twitter, it's more like if I have advice for people doing Twitter, it's more like you can kind of keep it to one thing. Like I don't need to bring politics into my thing. I don't need to bring like you know all this other crap into the thing. I can pretty much just concentrate on the fire with it. Even though obviously I I'm a world traveler. I'm a I'm a world yep. scholar. I I'm interested in all of this stuff. Economics, the world war uh life death all of it i mean everybody is interested in all these types of things just for instance i'm just saying that on twitter being more focused on chicago fire it's it's been fun 
And it's, a, it's a great hobby. And that's what you do, dude. You're hyper-focused on the Chicago Fire. Obviously, you have other focuses, yeah. other things that you pay attention to, just like me. We have other hobbies and things we're doing, but it's really cool to kind of like focus on that and, and, and offer that to the, the world. Fire, the fire community is really unique compared to other Chicago sports communities, yeah. as in it's really close-knit, especially, you know, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's really special. And I've met so many cool people through Twitter, and I've met players. I've gotten game wards. I've met you know, coaching staff, I met random people who I would never have connections to outside of knowing them by a username on Twitter. And right. now all of a sudden I'm meeting them at a game and we're chanting and we're singing and we're having a great time. It's awesome, dude. It, it is, it's very yeah. empowering in a sense too. It is. It is for sure. So I guess, uh, yeah, that's my, my advertisement on Twitter, but anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, follow yeah, fire, thanks, spread the fire. Thanks for watching us. Smash that like button. Uh, fired up footballers. We'll catch you guys later. Totally agree on the Facebook take. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. This was for the old grandmas. Uh, uh, this is great. Great quote. Great question here from Gaming with Mario, though. It's it's the one we've been asked all all streams. What's the score? <laughs> one to one. It was one to one final score. Scored by uh, Sasha Question and Azira uh, or Ariza of the Chicago Fire. I always mess that up. Um, the Twitter LOL sounded like an old man here. Yeah, old man shakes hand fist that cloud uh everybody thanks for joining us spread the fire we'll see you guys later follow along for more spinning fire yt uh I, always follow on for at fire engine uh, at fire engine 97 that's me on twitter at uh at men and red 97 on twitter for for matt here fantastic dude matt thanks for joining us man dude this is so fun dude this is awesome yeah it's it was so much fun thanks for having me uh everybody throw out your final comments we'll see you guys later thanks for joining us uh live or after the fact wow what a freaking long stream but that's what happens with yeah, it was two and a half hours almost that's what happens with these live casts uh it's fun it's dude it's just it's it's a lot of fun talking soccer like this uh i'll shut it down i'm gonna play the the, the closeout song and we will catch you guys later for another episode of Spig Fire. I believe season starts next week. You know what? Before we leave, we got to leave with that. Chicago Fire schedule. Got to know when the, the season begins. March 1st, Seattle Sounders. I will be in a car. At CenturyLink yes. Field. It's going to be a cold day in Seattle. They will. Oh, my goodness. Let's take a look at the weather if we can. Seattle weather. It's 45 degrees today in Seattle, but next Saturday, it's supposed to be 54 degrees and rainy. Of course, these things seem to get more accurate by the day. Inaccurate by the day. I don't know what it is, (laughs) but we shall see. All right, everybody. We'll see you guys later. You're good, man. Oh, we're doing great. All right, brother. Dude, thanks for joining us. I'll catch you guys later. Thanks for having me again. Dude, awesome. Always, uh, always appreciate you joining us. Keep up the good work. Everybody, thanks for uh, supporting us. Thanks for supporting uh, Chicago Fire and Chicago Fire Podcast. Check out all the other Chicago Fire Podcasts out there. Uh, shout out real quick, I guess, to Hot Time at Old Town and Ruben Tish, who are reading out his tweets always. Always fantastic. And we'll see you guys later. We'll end the show. Yes, sir. Take care. Have a good one, guys. Seattle is fun. Nice city. It is a nice city. I'm on Bama, but I hope to come to Chicago one day for a game. Oh, dude, definitely get out of Chicago. Peace, says Jack. Later, peace. All right, James. We'll chat later. All right, man. Always fun, man. I'll talk to you later, dude. Yep, there. Have a good one. Later.
Why is it still on? Having some issues. second check. Yo. Yo, hey, hold on one second. I'm still having trouble. I gotta, sh I gotta shut down the stream. It's still on. We'll be right back. I'll come back to... Beautiful, that's what I'll do because I hear myself repeat right now. All right, cool, we'll do it. Thanks, man. <laughs> 